across the UK, online and on DAB. We are Talk. Talk Radio. Give it some lip. Talk Radio. Tonight, might work, it might not work, I don't know. I'm going to make it really hard on myself. Um, I have nothing, I have nothing in front of me apart from the screen, the phone lines and my microphone. Shall we see what happens? Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Undoubtedly, Mr. Harry Rule. for the show this evening. Literally nothing. Um, and I was talking to Kath, saying, Kath, I don't think I've got anything for the show. I don't know what to talk about. And she kind of put forward a few things. I went, no, I'm not really feeling them. And um, then I jotted down some stories in the newspapers. But I, if I'm honest, I wasn't really feeling them. I, it's kind of what I do each night, is I'll come in and I'll look through all the papers... And I'll jot down, some nights it's five, six, seven, some nights it's 20 stories that are vaguely interesting. And I use those as little conversation starters, or if there is a lull in the calls, I go, oh, there's a story on page 12 of the Daily Mirror about an owl. And I'll do that. And I jotted down some stories tonight. And, um... I was jotting them down just because I felt I ought to jot them down. None of them really kind of connected with me. And I haven't d- 
done a lot today. There's not a lot going on in my head. So, this is how the show's going to work tonight, if it works at all. It may not. It may be an absolute car crash, but it's a Friday night. It's the night that we get the least amount of listeners, so why not have a punt? Should we take a punt? Are you prepared, dear listener, to take a punt? Uh, so I haven't got the newspapers in front of me. There, I, I took those out during the news when it kind of came to me that this is what we we're going to do. Haven't got a sheet of paper with notes or anything scribbled on. We're not periscoping the show this evening. Uh, my computer, I have my computer open to play that little clip there that will mean something to some of you and nothing to most of you. Computer's closed. No tweets. I've turned off the tweets and the text is on the screen in front of me. Um, so we will just see what happens. I'm being handed a plug. I'm plugging a lamp in a dark studio with a lamp. I bring in a little one of those bendy lamps. I bring that in now. So we're going to see for the next three hours what happens after midnight. We'll take calls straight to air. Okay, we'll do that. So that that's something we know we we've got. We've we've got a peg there, but we we haven't got a peg. Between now and then, and there isn't really... Oh, is it? It's my light that makes the buzzing. Is it? Hang on. No, it's not. Something's making... I noticed that buzzing yesterday. I wonder what that is. Is it my computer? Might be my computer. No, it doesn't matter. Um, So we haven't got a peg. And normally I come in and I say, oh, I've had a crap day. Or oh, I was thinking about my dad. Or oh, my boys did something stupid and it was fun. And Or... or <sighs> There is no peg for this evening's show. So, what does that mean? It means that for the next three hours, I haven't got any fallback. I haven't got any um, kind of tricks up my sleeve. Uh, So this is going to be a proper, spontaneous three hours of radio could be completely silent i don't know i've got one caller lined up it's alan caddick who's who's pretty dependable so we've got caddick lined up so that's one call i don't know if we'll get any others that's up to you oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand that's the phone number right oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand now you may phone in because you've got something really urgent or important that you feel you need to say. Brilliant. You might phone in because you feel a bit sorry for me, sat here for three hours without anything to talk about. Brilliant. I'll take those phone calls. Or you might decide that you're not going to phone in because you want to hear me struggle for three hours. Brilliant. All of those options and any other permutation you can think of, all of those options are valid and are groovy, man. Groovy. So, do you want to play or not? <laughs> and I haven't, honestly, I haven't got any, in inverted commas, topics to throw out. I know we don't normally do topics anyway, but I haven't got anything. I've had a really, really boring day. I went for a steam because I'm worried I'm losing my voice. And I went for a, a brief swim. 
Then I went home and watched um, a little bit of Alvin and the Chipmunks with the boys. And I've got a funny little pain in my throat that I, of course, in my head, I've escalated it into throat cancer. So, it's quite a boring day, so there's no pegs there. Pegs is my word of the day, by the way. It's the word I'm using. <laughs> um, to, to, you know, and it, it kind of makes sense to me in my head. The show has pegs normally. We've got nothing. We've got absolutely nothing. I'm sat here in a dark studio. I've, I, I, I finally worked out how I like to have the studio. For the moment, anyway, it'll change. Uh, we have several sets of lights in this studio. We have the kind of the, the LEDs in the ceiling, and then we have coloured LEDs around the side, and you can you can change the colour, and I've been playing around with that. The, the, the way I like to have my studio now, if you can imagine, is with all of the lights off, this bendy lamp that I have, I've got two screens in front of me, one doesn't really serve any purpose whatsoever, and one is the switchboard that tells me when when people... Are calling in. I've got my laptop, but that's closed. I've got my phone, and I'll turn that off in a minute. I've got a bottle of water. I wouldn't be surprised if I got a cup of tea very soon. I can see Catherine and Ed through the. Uh, the how many sheets of glass are there? One, two, three. It looks like is there. A, it looks like three, two or three sheets of glass. I can see them through there in their in their illuminated studio. And that's it. That's it. There's no notes. I haven't got the newspapers. There's nothing. <laughs> I'm quite excited. I may not be quite excited by half eleven when I'm knackered. I do make things a little bit difficult for me, but then um, that's all part of the joy. So what we're going to do is I can see we've got four people um, who've called in, which is brilliant. I've got no idea what they want to talk about. So 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Um, we'll have a break. And then when we come back, we'll take some calls and see where we go, shall we? Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. We have no tricks up our sleeves this evening, dear listener. It is a late night phone-in radio show. I'm sat here. You call in 0344 499 1000. Let's go to G. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 G. <laughs> Sorry about that. You caught me off guard. You said you got Caddick. I expected to be on after Caddick. No, well, I like to mix and mix the order around from time to time. I can go okay, to Caddick well, first if you prefer. Well, I mean, if you want to go to Caddick or... No, if you I, wanna... I'd, I'd like to talk to you. Oh, that's okay, man. Um, I have a point for you. Go on, then. But before I do my poem, I'd like oh. to set a challenge to Dan oh, yeah. to put my words to music, if he can. Okay. <laughs> I'm a poet. You didn't know it. Hey. So, if Dan is listening, yes. I'd like him to put my words to some form of tune. Yeah. Well, he may, do, he may do, he may not. Well, yeah, obviously. It's his choice. But I just thought, you know, you've got no structure to tonight's show. I thought I'd bring in, give you a little bit of a poem. I know yep. how much you hate poetry. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't think poetry works on the radio, is is is, is my kind of key thing. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's cool. Uh, I, I just, it, 
it just reminds me, and this isn't anywhere criticism of you, but because um, I do like poetry, I like reading poetry, I like I like seeing poetry performed live. I enjoyed it when you performed via the Skype, and um, I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. I just think on the radio. I think it loses something. Do you know what I mean? I, I, it feels... I, I, I completely understand, and that's the reason that I've rung in tonight, because, you know, you said you've got no structure to it. I yeah. thought, you know, if you oh, no, exactly. lose something, then it can lose me. No, 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 no. It's, it's not, no we're not making any sacrifices in front of the um, the radio god of Mike's Dickin at all. Um, I, I just I just wonder what your thoughts were on when you've heard... There's a... There's a um, Roger McGough, who is a brilliant poet, presents yes. a programme on Radio 4 called Poetry Please, right? Yes. And I like him, and yes. I like some of the poetry that's featured on that. But just listening to it, it it feels flat. There's, for some reason, for me, and this is just for me, poetry on the radio loses something. Loses something. Context. Context, it loses a little bit of vibrancy. It, 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 I, I, I don't know if it's the radio signal that flattens it out a bit. Like you, we were talking last night about how MP3s, you lose, they're different from records, in that you lose the top end and you lose the bottom end and you just yeah. get the middle. So maybe yeah. it is, it is a, an acoustic thing that, 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 that happens when I, I hear radio on the poetry. And maybe it's just me being a miserable old git. I don't know. I could go and stand in the bathroom so it has a little bit of echo. There we go. Stand. There we go. Well, there you go. Just give me one second. I'll go and That's stand in the bathroom. That's how... See, um, see if it gives it a little bit of echo. Who it. was that um, producer that um, killed his landlady and then committed suicide? The British Phil Spector. He did uh, Tornado. Um, I have no idea. Oh. Oh. Um, Nick Moran did a film about him. Um, as I don't have um, any screens in front of me, I can't look it up, which is good. Someone will know. Anyway, he was like a really uh, uh, innovative record producer in the six- early 60s, um, before pop was a thing, and um, in Britain. And he would record in this little sort of flat that he had, and he would get the singers to go and stand in the bathroom and, and, and use the natural echo of the bathroom and it's great it's 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 true if you if you if you think you can half sing if you go in the bathroom and sing it makes everything sound great well i've sung in the shower before yeah singing in the shower or singing at the foot of um a stairwell in a block of flats or in a school yes, yes. a concrete block concrete. of flats. yeah that echo that echo is is um is something awesome. else yeah it really is in the bathroom right now. Can you hear the echo? Yes, I can hear the echo. Right, okay. Can I just say also that I'm really glad that you've got Tim McVeigh coming on the show? Well, oh, Tim McVeigh is... No, it, well, it, 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 it's not definite he's coming on. Tim McVeigh, uh, for those who don't know, first guy ever to score a billion points on a video game. Uh, there's a brilliant oh, documentary yeah. about him, uh, Man vs. Snake, on, on Netflix. We were chatting on email. He's up for it, but the one... He, I asked him to come on yesterday's show, and he couldn't do it because Thursdays... Get this. I thought it was the, the, because of the time difference, because it would have been half six his time, and I thought it would have clashed with his work, but Thursdays is his date night. Yes. When him and his missus go out him on and their his dates, go out and have a date. Yeah, exactly. So I've yeah. suggested a couple of other dates, but he's not got back. So I will, I will chase him up this weekend if I get the mo- uh, get a moment or two. I'll give him a nudge in. Let him know. Now I can't understand what you're saying because the echo is is um, distorting your words. Let's get to the poem, G. Okay. 
The poem is called Like Me. Uh-oh. I know a man depressed and broken down, hard to understand. He was the talk of town, abandoned by peers who only knew his name. He lost too many years, but he still feels the pain. Alcohol and drugs can't curb his inner sorrow. Now he only looks at mirrors of tomorrow. He just wants to hide, too broken to set free. Somewhere deep inside, I know a man like me. The only um, poem I can quote is has got a swear word in it. Um, and it's the Philip Larkin one about your mum and dad. Do you know that one? Um, no, I didn't realise that Philip Larkin had written a poem about my mum and dad. I'm good. Your <laughs> mum and dad. Yes. They don't mean to, but they do, and then I can't remember the rest of it. But um, it's, <laughs> it's. I know a Tubby Brown one, if that's better. No, I think we'll be all right. Thank you, G. Caddick! Hip, hip, hip! Hip, 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 Caddick. What kind of cake? Lemon gay cake. Well, me lemon drizzle cake. Actually, 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 Alan, I'm I'm off the cake at the moment. Why? Because I'm trying to lose a bit of weight. It's day two of eating no chocolate and no sweeties. Okay. And I think maybe, just maybe, it's it's the longest I've ever been. Right. So I yes. see a celebrity curse has struck again. Um. Well, what celebrity curse? Robert Vaughan has died today. We didn't kill Robert Vaughan, did we? He died of leukaemia. Yeah, I know, but hang on. That's... Who... Which curse? Are you talking about the curse of the show, or just... Another another celebrity curse. What... What... what uh, so 2016 has been a bad year. Oh, you mean the curse... The curse of 2016. Okay. Yes. Well... Um, but... But... I mean, yeah, it's sad. Robert Vaughan was great. But, I watched him in Superman 3. That's when I first seen him. Okay. But, he was yes, hello. Do you listen? Sorry. Um, do you listen to the show, Alan? I do want to listen again, because the website's different now. Yeah, they've updated the old uh, talkradio.co.uk. But, so you don't listen to the web... Do you don't listen to the show as it's going out? Yes, I do, because you've got no topics tonight... So we're going off on a tangent. But you know that because you've been on the phone. And I, I will continue listening. <laughs> well, I'm so... not straight to air. It, well, it's not. It's not. I just. I just wonder. I sometimes get the impression that some of my callers don't actually listen to the show, and I that do. they just they just call in and um, do their little five minutes and then um, and then go off. I mean, I always listen in, intently. Really? And I, and I subscribe to the podcast as well. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having a go. It's, it's, if people want to do that, again, you know, that's a valid way of um, interacting with the show and interacting with society. It's like Jonathan, for example. I, I suspect that Jonathan doesn't listen to the show. Oh, dear. Don't get me started on him. Oh. Is there, have you got beef with Jonathan? I mean, is he the one that doesn't know what's going on? You're asking that question? Because I'm, I'm intrigued to hear what Theron comes up with on the Twitter, but he can't tonight because Twitter's turned off. With, with, with what, what, what? 
No, because you know Sheridan, who always asks me, who is Alan Kellick and what is Alan Kellick? Oh, yes, well, I, I, we've got no idea what that person's saying to this evening. There's no, there is no Twitter. There is, and it's a hard, I think it's a hard concept for you guys to grasp. There's no Twitter. There is no, I've, got, I've turned off the part of the screen that shows me the texts and the emails. There's nothing. It's literally, it's just me sat here, now with a cup of tea. Thank you, Edward. And, um, yes, and uh, the phones. Well, I've got an idea for a topic. Well, topics. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing it. I, I should, I should let you know. Topics don't work on this show. It's a really strange thing. It's the only show I've done where, if I put out what I think is a, a, a really good topic, a subject, people tend not to call in about it now. Is that, that could be my fault, because I've, I kind of came in on talk radio and it was all a little bit, you know, open-ended and there was no focus to it. Maybe it's a natural evolution, I don't know. But let's hear your topic, Alan, and I suspect we won't get anyone calling in about it. If you could name, if you could choose a buddy in heaven, what? Who, who would play in, in real life? If you could choose a baddie in heaven, who a would... A from heaven. Who would play you in real life? Who would play the baddie in real life? What, what ba- Give me an example of a baddie in... Like, surely a baddie would be in hell. No, but this is a reformed baddie. So someone who was a baddie... But just, but just as they were dying, they converted to Christianity. Yeah. And so they went to heaven. Yeah. But the person that plays them is... He's going to play them as a baddie or as a reformed ghost? Reformed ghost. That's really complicated. So, who, which, if if you could think of a baddie who is in heaven, who would play them now but as a reformed ghost? I was thinking... I've got a feeling we're not going to get... I don't even understand the question. Well, let's work with it because I can give you mine. But reformed ghost would be... Saddam Hussein before he went all paramad. I don't think, I don't think Saddam Hussein converted to Christianity just before he died. No, I've seen the video. What about Bin Laden? Don't think Bin Laden converted to Christianity just before he died. It's unlikely. It's, we don't know. I haven't seen that video. It's unlikely. Well, we've we got Obama's word for it, haven't we? We've only got Obama's word that um, Bin Laden. For all we know, Bin Laden could be in a basement under the White House, and that's what he had to tell Trump yesterday. Yeah. We just don't know, do we, Alan? Um, it's a complicated phone-in. And as I say, phone-ins tend not to work on this show, but I'm going to put it out there because we have this show this evening. We have nothing. <laughs> and it's actually very freeing to sit here in nothing. No papers, no computer. I've got um, I've got one of those packets of fruit. Imagine that, a berry medley. Um, and you get two strawberries, um, three raspberries, and a load of grapes in a plastic tub. All for £2.50. Who'd have thought? So we'll have that in a little bit. But Alan Caddick's phone-in topic this evening is... Which... Who... I don't even know what, what word it starts with. Who would play the reformed ghost of a baddie in heaven... And he means real baddies. He means the real bad guys. Not, I don't think 
Saddam Hussein is in heaven. I, 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 I'm unsure about Bin Laden because we don't know if those guys are right or wrong. Maybe, maybe the jihadis are right. I don't know. I don't know. Bin Laden's people would believe that he's up there with 72 virgins. So, you know, fair play. Um, 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, let's go in the order they're on my screen. Charlotte. Hello. I got told off after the show yesterday, Charlotte. Oh, did you? By Catherine. Why? What are you saying Charlotte for? Oh, you do say it a bit funny, don't you? Well, no, this is because, right, I've always... You, you, you probably say it as Charlotte, don't you? Yes. Charlotte. Now, I've always said it as Charlotte, right, but in the last um, six months or so, I've met a couple of women who refer to themselves as Charlotte. Oh, they're just being posh bints. Well, is it posh bintery? Yes, it is. Because I, I, it made me, I'm glad you said that, it made me question my entire existence. Um, Because I, 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 I think, I've got all the Charlottes I've met. I've been calling them Charlotte. But it is spelt Charlotte. It is, yes. So maybe you're a common bint. Oh, God, yes, most definitely. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Uh, most definitely. Well, I might flick between Charlotte and Charlotte, if you don't mind. What have you got for us tonight, Charlotte? Ferrets. Sorry? <laughs> ferrets. Go on, tell me about ferrets. Right, ferrets make lovely pets, and people think they're nasty little critters that bite and dead smelly. I just like to say they're wrong. Um... Where does the thing come from about sticking them down men's trousers? What is that? I think the people that used to work ferrets, that was just to prove that they were friendly and and, and the darkness, apparently, would calm them down. Because when you mention ferrets, that's the first kind of thing that comes into my mind. Didn't they used to have competitions to see who could get... The, the most ferrets down. I mean, the ferrets have got very sharp teeth. If they bite into a man's penis or a woman's clitoris, that's going to smart, isn't it? Well, it's only a man that would put a ferret by his penis. A woman's too intelligent to, to put, put it one by, by her... a lady garden. Okay, well that's okay. Well that's fine. Yeah. How many ferrets have you got? I've got three. What are they called? Ferguson, Monty. Well, it's short for Montezuma yes. and Polo. What was the first They're one? All boys. Tennyson. Ferguson. Oh, Ferguson. Sorry, the phone cut yeah. out. Um, yeah, yeah. Why? How long do they live for? It can live up to ten years if Bloody they're treated hell. properly. Yeah. We had um, we had a bit of bad news, right? You know, we've got a dog, right? We've got mm-hmm. this this Westie. She came in one night, and I don't really like her, but that's by the by. She's going to um, have her insides cut out next week, so that that'll teach her. Um, and by we bought her from somewhere about I don't know eighty miles away by a bizarre coincidence. When we were at dog training with her, we were sat next to another 
Westy. And we got talking to the woman, and it turned out that they were brother and sister. Isn't that a strange coincidence? So we got this that dog... Yeah, from 80 miles away, and they, we ended up sat next to each other. They were brother and sister. Um, and they are over a year... I, I, let me say about 16 months old, right? Well, the brother died this week. Oh, dear. Of, of um, heart failure. And you know, and this is, I'm going to be honest with you, Charlotte. My first, this is my, genuinely my first thought, okay? We can't control our first thoughts, can we? No. My first thought was, <laughs> my first thought was, oh, maybe our dog will die young. That'll be good. Oh, first thought! Oh, Didn't say it out loud. Didn't say it out loud. We can't control our knee-jerk reactions, and we just have to learn not to act on our knee-jerk reaction. My first thought was, oh, maybe our dog will die young. That'll be good. Um, <gasps> and then I thought, well, I'm spending 400 quid on having a spade next week. Oh. Um, but I th- that, so that's... Um, so there might be a genetic problem with our dog. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what, 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 what can you do with ferrets, though? You sometimes... I have seen, on occasion, people taking ferrets out for a walk... Yes, you can do that, but I'm not as silly and mad as that. No. I'd never take them out for a walk. Um, you, you can use them to go rabbiting, because they'll go down and flush the rabbit out for you. Have you done that? You... Sorry, Flower, no, I haven't. <laughs> I, I'm not the hacking jacket with a deer stalker hat type. Is it not tempting, though, to send them down? Could, how would no, because they're blue, because mine are house-trained. Because ferrets can be house trained and they're yeah. very clean, I'd, and they're they're not streetwise, and they'd all no. run off, and yeah. I'd be sad. Um, so, what do you do with them then? Sing to them, I... talk to them. What do you sing to your ferrets? I sing to them how lovely they are and beautiful. They're like having a ferret in is like having a puppy or a kitten. Yeah. They're furry. They use a litter tray and they're furry. Could you... They like to be stroked and things. Could you pretend, Charlotte, that I'm your ferret? And could you sing to me? If you want. Yes, please. Really? Yes, please. Okay. You won't cut me off and think that I'm mad, will you? Oh, no, no, not at all. Who's a beautiful little ferret? Mummy's little boy... He's so handsome. There you go. Thank you very much, Charlotte. Your ferrets are very lucky to have you as their mummy. They are. I mean, I mean, we're, I've got one, and you know how dogs mouths. He'll do that, but he won't sink his teeth in. And I've got another one that will nibble your ear. <laughs> I had, um, I had. We were watching them. Uh, we're getting really into Alvin and the Chipmunks films in our house. Um, I don't know, but we've seen two. And this one, this one had David Cross in, who's a very, very filthy comedian. Anyway, um, and, and I had my youngest, my four-year-old, who read to me for the first time tonight. That was a joy. Oh, fab. Oh, he read to me. It's beautiful. Oh, and, yes. And uh, he was sat on my lap, and he didn't have his shoes on. And then he just started laughing, like proper laughing. And I was going, what are you laughing at? He's going, the, the dog's... The dog's licking my toes! <laughs> she was licking his horrible, dirty feet. And he was in hysterics. It was brilliant. I can, I can understand the ferrets, Charlotte. I bet they're lovely pets. Well, I mean, I've got a grandson, and he loves it when a ferret's on his lap. His parents don't. Yeah. But... <laughs> 
But being a granny, I can do these things, can't I? One question, and this is a, this sounds like I'm being flippant. It's a genuine question. Okay. What, what is their poo like? Is it like a, a long poo, or is it like a pellet? It's a long poo. It, it depends on what they eat. Yeah. Um, if they eat, like, mice and, and oh. things like that, I... it can be quite slimy. If you feed your ferret on pellets, yeah. <laughs> on commercial food, it's drier. Does it look like a tiny human poo? It does. Beautiful. And listen, if you have mice or rodents, stick a bit of ferret poo where they come and rodents will disappear. Stick a bit of ferret poo where they come? I'm not getting that close to a mouse. Wait, if you have an Oh, you mean the rodent. hole in the... You mean where they come through the hole yeah. in the wall? I'm so sorry, <gasps> Charlotte. I completely misunderstood that. My apologies. Thank you very much indeed. Well, 37 minutes in for a show with no agenda... And nothing, nothing. I'm enjoying myself. Um, the phones have gone nuts as well. The busiest they've been all week. Angela. Evening, Ian. How yeah, are you tonight? I, I'm all right, thank you, Angela. What, what you got for us? Well, I decided to give you a ring. I turned Facebook off, Messenger off, yeah. Kindle off. I'm reading a good book. Someone ran me up to say, you're right. And I said, yes. I said, it's just between me and my radio. Oh. Mm. And it's... you don't hear that ping, ping, ping. No, it's kind of quite nice. I mean, I've, I've turned off, so I've only got one screen in front of me now, the screen with the mm. phone the phone box, which is the system we use. And I've got this lamp, mm. um, and I've got my computer off and, and my phone off. And it's, um, oh, I can, I'm able to give everybody my full and undivided attention. This is what radio used to be like. When I started doing radio, this is what it used to be like. Yes, it is, isn't it? And we do, we do, and I'm making a real effort now. When me and Kath, quite often we go out for a meal before mm-hmm. the show, and I'm making a real effort when we go out to leave my phone behind at work. And when I'm with the boys, I'm making an effort to leave my phone either in the car, and I didn't actually do it today, I, I failed a bit today, I had it on me and I kept checking it. But I'm, I'm making an effort to leave my phone mm-hmm. out of reach, so in the car, usually. And boy, oh boy, it really makes a difference to, like, the fact that me and Kath will have a conversation and we won't be both just checking our phones. I mean, the boys will, you know, we will... I've sat there and I was watching... They were watching this weird cartoon called Lava, Lava or something, right? And, um... Oh, I had a, I had a really profound thought, Angela, about kids' TV. That's fine, I do. Yeah, here we go. Here's my profound thought, right? One of the phone-ins we don't do on this show is about old kids' TV, because I think it's a bit lazy. But it is something that binds generations together. Generations will talk about Grange Hill with Tucker Jenkins in, or they'll talk about Jossie's Giants, or they'll talk about um, Drama-Rama, or they'll talk (laughs) about... um, Who was that naughty girl? Uh, Marmalade Atkins. Yeah, Yeah, talk about that, right? And and, Mm -hmm. and people of a certain age will go, oh, yeah, I used to love that. Anywhere you go, in a pub or a cafe, in a a, a queue, wherever, people go, oh, I used to love that. Kids, hang hang on a second. Kids, 15, 20 years hence, won't have that because nobody's watching the same thing at the same time. My kids are watching this cartoon called Lava on Netflix that nobody else has ever heard of. And Kath's kids will be watching something else that we've never heard of because we've not got BBC One, Kids TV, and ITV, Kids TV. We've got 
box sets and Netflix and Amazon and DVDs and uh, o- online streaming and Sky and CBBS. We've got all of these things. So in 20 years' time, kids or grown-ups that were kids won't have a common language of kids' TV. That's true, because technology is growing, isn't it, yeah. really? Yeah, mm. we won't have that shared interest. And it struck me today, because I was watching this really funny cartoon, and we were laughing out loud at it, because this slug ate um, a chilli and it was farting fire. And, it, I mean, honestly, my boys were absolute hysterics. They couldn't have seen anything funnier. And I thought, probably maybe six other people in the country have seen this. And they'll never be out. Anyway, what were you going to say, Angela? Sorry, I cut you off. I, I, I don't know if you remember it, but quite older than you, but do you remember a cartoon called Hector the House? Pets in the house? The Hector in the house. Like oh, Hector in the house, no. And I... cat and, and, um... My sister used to watch yeah. that. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm a, I've heard legend of it, mm. but I don't, I don't, um, I didn't watch it. It's brilliant. Well, you see, yeah. you see, but I think, I think that kids TV now is, is brilliant. I think it's better than it was when we were kids. Um, particularly the stuff on, um, CBBS, you know, it, it's it's proper. It's stuff. When we were boys, were a little bit too old for CBBS now, but um, it's like proper fun stuff. But also, it's you're learning stuff, but not in a hey guys, now we're going to learn something kind of way. They do it really subtly. And Alex and um, oh, I can't remember any of the other Andy and all the other presenters that work on there. They're brilliant. Uh, they speak kid like when I things like place we are doing old kids TV. Things like play school and stuff, it was always old people presenting on it, wasn't it? Yes, it was. But now I it's like, that. now you've got, like, people in the, you've got kids in their 20s presenting, which makes much more sense. Oh, do you remember that other one that dressed up on, um, like, different costumes, Bungle, oh, I can't remember. Bungle? Yeah. That was Rainbow. That's it. Yeah, Rainbow, that's Have it. Have you seen, this is, I'm sure it's, I think it's on YouTube, there is a rude episode of, of rainbow have you see they, they what they used to do in the 70s and 80s bbc and itv um is before we kind of had bloopers and outtakes they would film things for the christmas tape this i remember my dad bringing home a doctor who christmas tape and it was a very drunk tom baker swearing at k9 mm-hmm. um and uh, they filmed a, pretty much a whole episode of rainbow but it's filthy i think tommy boyd's in that one as well I'll have a look. <laughs> have a look on YouTube, Angela. You might be in for a shock. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, 03. I won't give the number because we've got loads of phone calls. Penny, uh, then Craig, then Wilson, and uh, then it could be you, dear listener. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Penny, say hello to Craig. Craig, say hello to Penny. Hello, Craig. Hello, Penny. How's it going, guys? Going all right. How are you? I'm all right. I've got this. This I've got. I've got a cold. I'm on the uh, verge of a cold, which is I'm going for a steam because I lose my voice. And I've just got this little spot in my throat. I, this it, it, it just kind of hurts a bit, and I'm hoping it's in my head. I've made it into throat cancer, uh, I, and that's not me being flippant. Genuinely, I'm thinking, oh god, I've got throat cancer, um, and I, I, and I probably haven't got throat cancer, and it's probably just a little bit of a sore throat. But that's that's um, that's where where my head is taking things. Who wants to go first? I don't mind. Neither me. But I got cut off last week for that. For what What did you get cut off for, Craig? For letting Caddick go. Well, so what, what, what are you going to do? How are you going to play it this week? Oh, I better go first then. Oh, you sexist pig. You stay there, Craig. Penny's going first. Unbelievable. <laughs> 
I don't mind. Unbelievable behaviour. What you got for us, Penny? <laughs> well, I was going to talk to you about um, a variety of things, actually, and then I got distracted by some of the other stuff you talked about. But first, I will just say, after our conversation on Monday... Yes about being lonely, which I'm not going to get into again now. Yes. I had some lovely messages from listeners. They're You've all... got some nice listeners no, in. No, 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 no. They're, um, <laughs> they're all sexual deviants. Yeah, that's actually true. Caddick's <laughs> been in touch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet he has. A little, little tinker. Um, well, that's, you know, that's nice. I, I had some nice messages too. I don't count that as contact, personally. No, that's not in no judgment no. of what, what you, you've just said. I don't count that as well, contact. Yes and no. Some, yeah, there's been some nice, some nice contact. It's not quite the same as someone phoning you, and people still haven't phoned me. Someone did give me their phone number, but that was nice. Not Caddick, I hasten to add. Um, but um, what was I going to say? There? But I have discovered, though, also how awkward it is when you're texting people for things to be misinterpreted as well. Uh-oh. That's not nice, is Uh-oh. it? Uh-oh. But still, anyway, moving on from that. Um, next it. week, next week, I thought mm. we might do a show on bullying. I heard the most amazing bit of radio on Radio Four as I was driving in. It was incredible. It was on. Mm. Um, it's on PM. I, I thoroughly recommend. Was that every... tea time. I saw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, it was about twenty to six on uh, the PM program hosted by Eddie Mayer. Mm. And um, oh, it was the most incredible bit of radio. It was a young man. I don't know how old he was. I think he was a teenager who had mm. attempted to commit suicide, and it was the mm. mother of a th- of another young man, a teenager, 15, I think, who had committed suicide. And mm. um, they were talking about bullying. I don't want to do it tonight, because it's, it's a little bit heavy. We've had quite a heavy week. But they were talking about bullying, right, and, and the abuse that, 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 that both young men had to endure. And it reminded mm. me of a really a thing I feel very uncomfortable about. Uh, that I I bullied people at school. I was bullied, and for whatever reason, I then went on. I was horrible to people, really horrible. And it was brought home to me when I was buying my engagement ring, right? And um, by coincidence, in the shop was someone I used to go to school with who was in the year below me. And he said, all right, Ian, do you remember me? And like, after a bit of fishing in my memory, I, I remembered him. And I said, the, kind of my stock line is, oh, I hope I wasn't a dick to you. He said, actually, yeah, you were. You made my life miserable at school. Boom. Oh. Boom. Awkward. Yeah, really awkward. <laughs> uh, you know, really awkward. And, um, uh, but what a thing for him to say. What a brilliant thing. Mm. You know, what a powerful moment for him to be able to address that and say that. And, you know, now I'm grateful for his honesty in that, in in, in, in a really weird situation where he could have gone, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Um, and I apologised to him. I, I, and I, I, you know, and I, I kind of explained a few things that had been going on for me at the time. And I said, look, I think I've, I've changed, but I'm really sorry. And da 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 And I've since had time to been able to apologise to a couple of other people I was awful to. But there are still three people Three people that I could think of that I was terrible mm. to. You know, did absolutely terrible, terrible things. And, you know, I come on the air and I'm in this, this liberal, hey, man, let's all love each other and I've got depression and all of this kind of stuff. But um, I was a shit when I was at school. You know, I, not all the time. I was a laugh and I did some fun things and I, you know, I messed around and stuff. But I did, I, I made some people's lives miserable. And um, I, I got a lot of shame around that. At least you've got the chain. I don't know, because someone who bullied me, she keeps trying to add me on Facebook, and I keep refusing. 
Um, but the other person who bullied me then was killed in a car crash, oh and that's my. kind of a weird resolution to things. How did that? How did that make yeah. you feel? Um, weird, because I was still was, quite was there, was there a moment? Was, like, was there a moment of punching the air, going, "Yeah, karma"? No, because I kind of heard the message through her mum, mm. and I'd always liked her mum. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, so it was really, yeah. you know, it's a very obviously a very sudden thing. And I was only about nineteen, twenty at the time. Mm. So quite young to lose your friends, if you know what I mean. Mm. And just this message came from sort of her mum via my mum that she'd been killed in this car crash. And I knew her sister, and I was actually friends with her sister as well, which was kind of awkward. And, yeah, that was a really, even still now, like years and years later, I have no idea quite where my emotions sit with that mm. because it's just such a weird situation. But I didn't phone up for deep No, I, no I know. I just, let me just get, <laughs> do a little postscript to that. I think we might, we'll talk about this next week because, I, I, again, I tweeted you know the the, the, the mm. shame and guilt that i carried for for for, for bullying some people was, i wasn't the school bully but i made some people's lives miserable um mm. and again loads of people went yeah yeah this that was i, I did that and i feel really bad about it. Uh, loads of people and i think it's um people carry it for a long time yeah, people do carry it. i feel terrible particularly the, the I mean, there was this, this young, I'm not going to say her name, but there's this young lady and the stuff I did, you know, it was awful because I was showing off to my mates and it was awful and I took it too far. And um, I may never find, I, I don't remember her last name, I may never find this, this mm. person and, and it may not be appropriate for me to approach this person and make amends. They may not want me to make amends and in which case I don't want to, you know, you've got to be really careful when you go back to people that you have um, it's hard, caused misery it? to. They, they may carry something around, but what they carry around with them now, maybe yeah. you don't really know what it's going to be no, like. I mean, and I don't, want stir, I don't want to stir anything up. I don't want them to go, oh my God, yeah. did you bring back all the trauma? Or they might go, ah, you know, the, the, there have been times when I've apologised to people for past mm. behaviour, where I've made amends, and they've gone, oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, you've either got that, or it's like, in my case, I have physical scars on my body from this girl who was killed in this car crash. Blimey. And I find that really... Yeah. I've kind of come... I'm, I'm at peace now with the physical scars I have from her. But, yeah. It, yeah, it's kind of all still feels a bit unresolved, if you know what I mean. And I'm still in touch with her sister, and her sister had a baby a few years ago, named her baby after her dead sister. Gosh. And, yeah, it's yeah, it's a weird one. We'll do that next week. People want to call in about that tonight. It's groovy, but we'll do, we'll, 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 we'll do it one day next week. Anyway, what did you call in for, Penny? I was going to. Well, I, I, I was going to talk to you about Morse code, but I'm going to actually talk to you about ferrets now okay. instead. Yes, because well, I come from the north, yeah. and we used so up in proper North North Yorkshire area. Yeah. And in the summer, we used to go to these like summer shows. And I remember this one we used to go to with my parents, Boone Hill Show, and it was full of old blokes, the kind of old countryside blokes with their flat caps, with a stick, with their trousers held up with binder twine as my uncle john always used to say yeah. and there was this one guy who was there every year with his ferrets and he used to do it as a bit of a money-making thing so he created what was called ferret roulette oh, beautiful. where basically he built this wooden structure this sounds like something that, put... that jazza would do on the archers this is brilliant <laughs> you put a ferret in the middle and then there was i think eight doors and he opened all the doors at once, and everyone paid 50p to bet on which door the That's, ferret would come out of. That is genius. And that it? was entertainment. And you know what? <laughs> if that was on TV, I'd watch that. I would totally watch that. Do you remember the show Pets Go Win Prizes? It to Channel 5 or something. Do you remember the show Pets Win Prizes? Yes, Danny first, Baker, wasn't First it? series was Danny was Baker, it? second series was um, Dale Winton. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. in an episode 
Oh, yeah? Of pets win prizes. Yeah, I wonder if it's on YouTube. There is, um, I don't think it is actually. There was, my sister worked on it and, um, oh, I was brought in, it, I was brought in, this is the BBC, I was brought in to be a ringer, right, because they had one contestant who, uh, in the words of my sister, they were worried she was going to go nuts. <laughs> and she may have been, well, she, she might have owned a ferret or maybe it was mice. Um, and they were worried she was going to go nuts and freak out on screen. She didn't. But while I was there, they had a game with, um, Two rows of five people in each row mm-hmm. sat on deck chairs wearing hats covered in vegetables. <laughs> You've seen the picture, Kath. <laughs> and um, two, I think two donkeys were walked along and it was like the roulette thing. You had to bet on which hat the donkey would eat the vegetables from. Like one, two, three, four, or five. And I was one of those people, so if anyone's got that, if anyone's found it on YouTube, then... Oh, someone will find that now. Was that, with, was that in Dale's Day, or was that in Danny that was in, Day? Uh, that was in Dale's Day. That was uh, when uh, the Lord Dale Winton. Do you remember that guy? Thank you, Penny. Um, Craig, we'll come to you after the news, if that's alright. Fine. No, fine. Um, well, this, that first hour worked quite well, didn't it? That worked quite well. We've got loads of calls, so I'm not going to give out the phone number. Um, if you know it, you can use it. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to give it out, because um, we've got loads of calls backed up. Uh, apologies to, uh, to to Craig and Angela and Wilson and um, uh, everybody else who's waiting. If you know the phone number, you can dial it. So w- we're trying to do something tonight that, that could have been a car crash and has actually, so far, for the first hour, has worked quite well. I have nothing for the show this evening. Nothing. I haven't got a bit of paper. I said I made some notes before I came in and... I made them just as filler and I wasn't really satisfied with them. So I threw the notes away. I tossed the newspapers out of the studio. I've turned my computer off. It's an old-fashioned phone-in show. It's a microphone. It's a switchboard. It's you. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Another hour begins. <laughs> Another hour um, begins. Hello, dear listener. Thank you for joining us on Talk Radio. You've made a bold and daring decision to join a thrusting new radio station instead of listening to the um, other, more established stations that are broadcasting, um, well, I'd imagine, pretty safe, dull Stuff. I take back dull. I take back dull. That's unfair. But certainly safe. Certainly um, formulaic. Um, I mean, what will they be talking I mean, all day. If you flicked on a speech-based radio station today, it was all Trump. It's not really a lot to say. He's named a couple of people that are going to be working with him. OK, great. We've got over two months of speculation. And... Um, both sides sniping at each other. It feels a little bit un- unnecessary to me. The people, you know, protest peacefully. We're allowed to protest peacefully, of course. Um, the, the people having a go at the people protesting is a little bit... Boris Johnson described it as whinging. Well, you know, democracies, we're allowed to protest. Um, but also we have to kind of accept all these things that are happening. But anyway... The other stations will be talking about Trump, and that's fine. Um, 
Tonight we're trying to do things, and I say we, I mean myself and Catherine, my producer and Ed, my technical operator. We're trying to do things a little bit um, differently. Normally when I come in, I have a stack of newspapers and I've jotted down some stories from the newspapers that have caught my interest. And I've written down a couple of things that have happened to me in the day or of thoughts that I've had. And I've had um, quite a boring day. I went for a steam Went for a ten-minute swim. That's all I can stand because I'm so unfit. But that was that was something. Um, did some read a book and watched a, an Alvin and the Chipmunks film with my kids, and that was it. That was it. It's kind of a dull. It was a nice day. It was a pleasant day. I certainly enjoyed pretty much all of it. But um, there's not really anything that we can peg a show on there. And the stories that I jotted down in the newspaper, um, none of them really uh, grabbed me. I was jotting them down for filler. Something that I I could use if I ran out of stuff to talk about. So, at precisely two minutes to ten, I had the bold, brave and daring um, decision that we jettison everything. We jettison everything. And we'd open up the phone lines and I would see who called, if anyone called in, who called in and what you wanted to talk about. So there is no um, Periscope this evening. Sorry, guys. There is no Twitter. Um, no text. I've closed off the bit of the screen that shows me the text messages and the um, emails and all of that. I've turned off all the screens in the studio apart from the one that shows me the phones. And the phones have gone mental this evening. Loads of you have called in. So many, in fact, that we may not be able to get you all on the air. And if you don't get on the air, don't feel slighted. Don't feel it's a personal attack. It's not. It's not at all. We've got five days a week of this. Got another... How long have we been? I've got another, uh, what, 18 months left or something? No, less than 18 months. 12, a year. No, I don't know. 16 months. That's it. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to split the difference. Um, of this, five nights a week. So if you don't get on tonight, don't feel bad. Or if you, you get on and it's 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 it's, it's brief, don't feel bad. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm Catherine and I are kind of trying to create something, you know. Sometimes people will not be happy with what we create. Sometimes people will. If you don't get on tonight, it's fine. I'm on Monday. You can call me then. Um, I'm not going to give out the number because loads of people have called in and I don't want to kind of flood it. But what's happening tonight is I am sat here in the studio, in a dark studio, um, with a microphone and a phone line. And you are calling in to talk about whatever you want to call in about. After midnight, we'll take calls straight to air. Catherine can come and join me in the studio if she feels up to it. And uh, we'll take calls straight to air. We'll do that because that'll be fun. And I think it's been a thoroughly rotten week uh, for some people. Um, and, and that might provide a little bit of laughter. In the meantime, uh, let's go through as many of these calls as we can in this hour. Craig! Hi, Ian. Hey, Craig. Excellent. I wanted to talk about films. Yeah, France... Films. Films. Movies. Movies, yes. Movies. Yeah, last week now, you were on about films that scared you as a kid. Yes. And you had Halloween 3. Oh, yeah. Now, I've got three films. Did you ever see Killdozer? 
Was that about a bulldozer that killed people? Yeah, exactly. You're spot on. You I, saw it there. Do, I, I haven't seen it, but I've seen the front cover of the video in the video store. Oh, as a kid, that scared me to death. It was like, they basically, they dug up and released this thing that got into the killdozer, <laughs> bulldozers and killed people. So it was, yeah. a, it was a normal bulldozer that got haunted? Yeah, sort of yeah, thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That will um, scare you, yes. <laughs> and then my, my parents went away, and so I had the keys to the house. And I snuck in and stuck on my dad's videos to find something gro- groovy to watch. Oh, God. And I had a double bill on one tape. Halloween, the original Halloween. Yeah. Now, I'm watching this in summer, and I'm thinking, if anyone sees me, I'll get done. So I close all the curtains, so it's yeah. pitch black inside. How old were you? Um, I was, think I was in, like, the first or second year of high school. What does that mean? Fifteen? Um, no, younger than that. Eleven, twelve. Twelve? twelve. Oh, yeah. mate, yes. So that's, that was amazing. That and first film, that first Halloween film, with Jamie Lee Curtis... Yeah. It is a masterpiece. I haven't seen it for a long time. I'm sure it looks very, very dated, but it is... It isn't. It's it, brilliant. Is it? It is, it is such a masterpiece of relentless yeah. terror. It's a joy. And the backwards mask of Captain Kirk, wasn't it? it was, uh, yeah, yes, uh, yes, yes. But the film that was on after it, Roller Coaster. Oh, starring so Sparks. Yeah, yeah. they play a concert in it. <laughs> the starring Sparks. Uh, that, that freaked me out about roller coasters. It's like a 1970s disaster film, and someone said to me, "It'd be a great idea for them to be in a film." And when they came on, um, when I interviewed them on LBC, um, um, picture Phil Phil from South Norwood came on and said, "Well, I want to talk to you about that film you made, uh, Roller Coaster," and they were mortified that anyone had ever seen it. You know, oh, I love it. It's brilliant. Well, I've not seen it. I should look forward to watching that this weekend, maybe. Yeah. Um, if you were also you were about films that people trapped. I know you meant boxes. Yes. What about in a room? It's not. Do you know what? It's not really the same thing. Why? What have you got? Well, the Exterminating Angel. It's a Spanish film from 1962. Oh God! It'd be rubbish. Oh, it's really weird. It's from 1962. There was no good. There were no good films made before 1966. Well, probably not English ones. Maybe there was a Spanish one. No, it would be rubbish. But, like, all these posh people turn up in this house and they just can't leave this room and it's, it's like, not explained at all. What do, mean, how, what do you mean they can't leave the room? Well, that's it. What? They keep going, should we go outside? And, we, and then there's loads of... They keep raking up things why they can't go outside. So they walk through the door and then they come... They're back in the room? No, they just can't leave the room. They go to go out and they can't. All the, that sounds like, to me very much... Like an LSD experience. Yeah, all the servants disappear. Yeah. They all leave the house because they think something weird's going to happen. Yeah. And then all these posh people can't leave the room. What do you mean really they can't? Weird. Well, what do you mean they can't leave the room? Well, that's it. They get distracted by something. No. Uh, so they I go right. We're going to leave the room. Oh, look at the uh, uh, look at that um, pattern on the table. The IMDb line is. The guests at an upper-class dinner party find themselves unable to leave. And that's it. It does sound quite good, actually. It's 1962, The Exterminating Angel. OK. Very good. All right, thank you for that, Craig. I appreciate that. Wilson! Hello! Hey, Wilson. You all right, Ian? I'm all right, fella. What you got for us? Good. Um, I was just um, saying I was very excited to hear of um, James Well and I phoned in on Monday to oh. James Well's show. Good, good, for, good for you. What have you got for us this evening? 
Well, I just wanted to say about the TV show thing. Yes. I very rarely watch actual TV, but uh, I'm most probably the only kid in my class that actually knows of Happy Days and stuff like that. Um, well, that's because... Well, the thing about Happy Days... Happy Days is it's it's looked back on fondly, but it's... I, I watched one the other day. It's not actually very good. It's a little bit ropey. I mean, it, it's great because it's where Mork and Mindy came from and, you know, uh, Henry Winkler was genius and, and um, uh, um, Ron Howard and all... Uh, but it, it's a little bit wooden. Hmm. Yeah, no, I do agree, So what do you talk about with your friends, then? Uh, well, recent, uh, I, I like Japanese anime, so oh. that's the stuff I watch. I, I never quite got into the Japanese anime. I, I, I did try, and I just find it a little bit too um, <laughs> fanciful for me. True, but... Wilson, your phone's breaking up. We'll move on. Thank you, mate. Um, new Ian, can you call again? If you're listening, New Ian, we can't, we're trying to call you... We can't get through on your line. I say we, I mean Catherine, of course. So give us a call. Um, let's go to uh, Angela before we have a break. Uh, oh, no, hang on. It says, it says Sean on my screen here. My screen is saying two different things. Yes, Sean. Hello. Hello, Sean. Oh, this is weird. Um, why why is it weird? I've never rung a radio station before, so it's weird to sort of hear my own voice in the background. Well, turn your, well, this, ah, well, that is weird. What you need to do, again, it's, it's like a, a psychedelic experience. What you need to do is mm. turn your radio off. Otherwise, it will confuse you. Yes. <laughs> have you done that? Yes, I've done that now. Excellent, Sean. What have you called in for? Um, I actually called in because... I've been meaning to call in for a couple of weeks now to call in for the first time. And now I have, and you don't really have any agenda, which is a bit weird, but I'm sure I can try and make something up to talk about. If you'd like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can talk. So, sorry. Um, I get very anxious. Uh, I got. Uh, <laughs> Hang on a second, Sean. <laughs> Phoning up a radio show when there's nothing to talk about and you get suffer from anxiety. <laughs> you jumped in at the deep end, mate. I know, it's not right. Um, but you're doing excellently so far. Okay. Um, what, 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 what were you thinking when you picked up the telephone? I got a very sick feeling in my stomach. You've got a very what? Sort of sick feeling in my stomach. You got a sick, like butterflies. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, oh no, this isn't going to be a fun idea. <laughs> I am laughing to myself. Though, so. Um. Well, you uh, okay? And how how's it going so far? Do you think? Not well. I don't know. No, it's going. It's going perfect. Am I an well. entertaining person? Well, um, the the phone call is going well. We, you have okay. neither of us have offended the other one, which I think yeah. is always. Um, a, a, a boon when uh, it comes to phone calls. Um, we seem to be getting on quite well. Do you have anything you want to say? Um, no. <laughs> I can I can tell you a joke, I guess, or something. I'm trying to place your accent. It's, um, I'm from Croydon, so... That's not Croydon accent. It's not a very Croydon accent, is it? No. 
No, I'm a very... Maybe I'm very unusual. I think you might be very unusual. Mm. I was going to say Irish. I am half Irish. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Which half? Uh, my mother's side. Um, and does she have a strong Irish accent? No, uh, but both her parents are Irish. Okay. And do they have strong Irish <laughs> accents? Yes, very and strong. did you grow up with them? Yes. There we go, you see. I'm like, I'm like um, Cracker. <laughs> You're a very good detective, Ian. I once convinced a friend of mine mm. that the reason he was called Cracker was because every time he solved a crime, he would go and eat some dry crackers. And my friend believed that. Then he stopped believing it. And I said, no, 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 the real reason he's called Cracker is because every time he solves a crime, he shoves a firework up his bum. And my friend bought this. And then he watched <laughs> an episode of Cracker about two years later, and he phoned me up and said, I've just seen Cracker! There were no fireworks in it at all! <laughs> well, well... <laughs> These things, uh, these things happen. I don't buy the um, the criminal psychologist. I think it's all a little bit of um, smoke and mirrors. You think it's just guesswork? Yeah, and I know I've got this book that I keep meaning to read, the Jigsaw Man, who, who was a criminal psychologist. But I think it's just being able to to style it out and bluff it. Well. Judging from these rapes, I suspect that this man is somewhere within, in between his 25 and 45, possibly alone. As long as you couch it with possibly and uh, might well be, and I suspect, and you could be completely, completely wrong, Sean, and the coppers can't do you. Yeah. That's what I think. Maybe you should become a criminal psychologist. Or, or a criminal. Yeah. What do you do you with your life, what? Sean? How do you, how do you fill your days? Uh, I go to work and then I come home. Beautiful. Um, sounds like a, it sounds like the dream. Yeah, do you, do you the, enjoy uh, your work? Dream. No. No. So that's why I have hobbies, I guess. What hobbies do you have? I like pretending I'm good at making music. Oh, hang on a minute. Okay, so what oh. what kind of music? What 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 how do you, what music do you make? Uh, electronic. Aye. What? Um. Uh, and you say you pretend you're good at it. Do you play it for anyone? Does anyone get to hear it? Um, I played a, a bit of it for my dad the other weekend. Uh-oh, what did he say? He thought it was all right. Do you I'm still learning, so... Do you trust him? Maybe. Because uh, well, the thing about being a dad, I'm assuming you're not a dad. I am. No. The thing about being a dad is we love what our children do. Even if it's awful, even if it's awful, we don't see that it's awful. We see that it's beautiful and it's brilliant and it's unique and that only my son could have done it and it's wonderful. My son tomorrow is going to teach me how to sew. How cool is that? Um, that's, cool. that's cool. So um, I, I, have you ever played your music to someone that isn't a blood relative? Yes. And what did they say? They thought it was all right for a first try. That's good. <laughs> Which is good, yeah. Well, maybe I'll get to hear it one day. Yeah, if if I if I become super famous, I guess. Well, or or, I or you, could, you if you want. Or you could email it to me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If you want, Ian, yeah, sure. Ian at IanLee.com. 
that your actual your email address? Yeah, Ian at IanLee.com. That's easy to remember. That's easy. I, remember I, I, that. I am. <laughs> yeah. Send it over, Sean. I'd love to have a listen. All right, then. Nice one, man. Thanks for calling. You did brilliant. Okay. Man. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. He's never called before, and he was brilliant. Anxious, a little bit nervous. It's a weird thing to do. Um, and he did, he played an absolute blinder. Thank you. Um, talk radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Jerry. Hello. Hey, man, how you doing? Well, nine to percent, but a lot better than I was the other day. Why? What's going on? Why? Why? why, why how many percent are you? That's 70. 70's not bad. My wheelchair's knocking your shoulder the other day, didn't you? And it's falling off. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you, you do batter it a bit. I do. And now the brakes have gone. Oh. <laughs> Let, let's just hope they don't leave you at the top of um, a long flight of stairs or something, Jerry. No. No, I'm good downstairs. Okay, well... I'd like to carry on, Doctor. I was, think, I was thinking exactly the same thing. Doctor Nookie going down those stairs on that bed. He That's did those stunts. I mean. He did those stunts himself. Yes, I believe. Mm. And apparently the professional did a lot of their stunts themselves, didn't they? Yeah, because t- TV and films in the seventies were crap, and they didn't have um, health and safety, and they didn't have budgets, for, and they didn't worry about people dying. And so, yeah, everyone did their own stunts. And you had chimps dressed up selling tea bags. Yeah, those are the days. Not allowed to do that now. Can't put you. Can, and the chimps tea party was a thing at zoos. You would go to the zoo and it would say four o'clock chimps tea party, and it would be chimps dressed up, um, sat at a table with um, a handler, um, and they would pour tea and things. Not anymore. He's been near the good man. Manchester. He's gone now. You can't do. You can't do these things. Who was the um, Johnny Morris? Wasn't it? Terry Nutkins. Terry Nutkins, but had both oh, his... What doctor called? He had a doctor, didn't Ge- he? Gemini, Gemini. They released a song. Gemini, 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 Gemini. I feel a single. Can he, Nigel sing it? He had, um... Uh, well, we, let's see if Nigel remembers it. Hang on a second. Nigel! Hi, hi there. Do you remember Gemini, Gemini by Terry Nutkins? Uh, no, I've never heard of it. Oh, do you remember Terry Nutkins? No, I've never I, heard of him. <laughs> he didn't have any middle fingers. No, I still haven't heard of him. Both hands, his middle fingers were missing. Sorry about that, I've no, I don't know the person. I once saw him on uh, the bridge at Slough train station, and yeah. much to my shame, I turned round as he walked, I went, Nutkins! <laughs> and I ran off, I feel terrible about that. He's dead now, so... Oh dear. He, he, I had the last laugh. It died about five years ago, but now it's on Twitter about a year ago. Yeah, there's fun, the thing about Twitter is a lot of celebrities die twice. Um, and I've retweeted, um, oh, such a same, such and such has died, and I've retweeted it, and then got a message saying, actually, and that person died two years ago. Uh, uh, so you've got, you've got to be careful. Are you up for Trump? Ian? Ian? Uh, hang on a minute, Nigel. Jerry, did, w- w- was there anything else you wanted to say before I deal with this no, lunatic? I think before Nigel starts. Yeah. I, in his weight training. You're sounding very, um, your, your, your voice is sounding very strong this evening, Jerry. I'm chilled out, that's fine. Have you, have you smoked a fat one? <laughs> hey, no. does that, see, this is a serious question, right? Um, yeah, it does. does I know Does marijuana help? It does, but no prescription drug going, no side effects. 
brilliant, but it's, it's illegal, so I can't really take well, it. Well, the thing is, they do give out, I'll come to you in a minute, Nigel, they do give out medicinal marijuana in this country. So they stopped it, so they didn't stop Well, that. I know my mum was on a trial. Turns out she had the placebo in the end, which is a shame, I'll but be, never mind. I'll be honest. I, I but I think that, that there's a there's a big... This is true. There's a big field just off the M4 or the M40. This is true. And they grow marijuana, and it's the government growing marijuana for medical purposes. This is absolutely true. It's not me, you know, not some stoner bullshit. It's true. And that you, you can get, you know, obviously they don't give it to you, they give it to you as a, as a spray, was how my mum had it, or it'll be like a, a tincture. But they don't give it to you as a, as a, as a resin or anything. But y- yeah, I, I'm sure that Think they... Think of it as Say that again. Think of you as Kate Mix. Kate Mix. It is nuts, isn't it? I don't want to do the whole legalisation thing, but what... Have you tried it? I've tried it twice. I've gone twice. And what... How How did it help? Just loosen me off. That's not a superhero. Yeah. Sleep's a nightmare. Did, Close around 15 hours. Did it, um... Did the tremors... Did the tremors st- slow down a bit? Don't really... See, that's the difference here. I know we have tremors, but I don't really have bad tremors, so. I mean, you saw just excited. Oh, you, you, you didn't realise you were a stalker, mate. Otherwise, we wouldn't have rocked up. I'm not um, a stalker. It's, um... The stalker's on the line, on the other line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry, Jerry, listen, it's nice to hear you doing so well, mate. I'll speak to you soon. Okay. Take care, fella. Okay. Bye-bye. Nigel. Hi there, Ian. Have you Are ever, you have you ever taken come... drugs, Nigel? Uh, yeah, DFs, yeah. What? DFs, I, I take. DS? DS, you know, uh, dehydrocodine. What the hell is that? Well, just painkillers for oh. my legs. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> drugs for my legs, drugs, Drugs know. for the legs! Get the drugs out <laughs> for the legs! <laughs> no, By the way, I have that. to say, Nigel, we don't condone the use of drugs, but it's just interesting that someone, we've just spoke to someone for whom it would have a, 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 an obvious beneficial effect, and you can't get it. Anyway, Nigel, yes, sir? Do you remember that advert? Nuts! Oh, he's a nut. Ooh, no. Ooh, nuts. Oh, hazelnuts. Cadbury's make them. They make a fake chocolate. No, they do. Cadbury's make them and they make us eat chocolate. Do you remember that ever? Yeah, no, I remember it, it better went, than you. It goes, nuts, nuts, oh, hazelnuts. Oh, Cadbury's make, make them and they cover them in chocolate. Cover them with chocolate. Cadbury's take them and they, Cadbury's take them and they cover them in chocolate. It was, um, wasn't it Frank Muir? Yeah. What? I think so. Was it? With a lisp, he had a lisp, yes, didn't he? Yes, yes. I'm Frank Muir. I'm Frank Muir. Are you up for Trump, by the way? Say it again. Are you up for Trump? Literally no idea what that means. No, the, the President Trump. Pe- President Trump's? Yeah, 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 President President Trump. Donald Trump. Are you up for Donald Trump? Am I up for Donald Trump? So you are, are is you, that a game? Are you in favour with him? By the way, if anyone wants to do this, here's my, here's my free idea you can have, yeah. guys. Yeah. Donald Top Trump's. Go and make a deck. Go and make a deck of Donald Top Trumps now, guys. There's yours. You can make a lot of money off the back of that brilliant idea. Am I up for Donald Trumps? Do a jingle about Donald, Donald Trump. Do a jingle and maybe Paul Ross will play it on his show at the weekend. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> instead of all the girls, it's the boys this time. Um, 
It's Donald Trump face, Donald Trump face, president today. It's Donald Trump face, Donald Trump face, president today. We want you to vote for him and make him the president. We want you to vote for him and make him the president. It's Donald Trump, it's Donald Trump, he's the man today. It's Donald Trump, it's Donald Trump, sing along with me today. Yeah, yeah, sing along, Ian, sing along. <laughs> you think I'm nuts, don't you, Ian? <laughs> Hello? It's <laughs> going quiet now. <laughs> that, have you gone for a wait? Anyway. Hello, Ian. Hello, Ian. I think there's something wrong with the line. <laughs> it's gone off. Thanks for calling, Nigel. Okay, thank you, Ian. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, let's go to Eben. Evening, Eben. Evening, Ian. <laughs> Is everything all right? Yeah, I was just watching a bit of YouTube. Oh, so, so I thought you were getting told off by someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just in my own world watching it. I got a bit. I thought someone was shouting at you. Get off that bloody phone! <laughs> no, my dad's in an awards evening tonight. He's at an awards evening. Yeah, oh. with his work. Oh, is he up for an award? His project's up for an award. What, can I, am I allowed to ask what kind of projects he does? Yes, I can. It's to do with the Mary Rose. The Mary Rose? Yeah, the chef. Oh, I was... Oh, man, alive. The, now, now you're speaking. When was that raised? That was raised in about 1982, 83? Yeah. And the reason I know that is because we were studying the Mary Rose at school with a teacher called Miss Downing, who later ended up working in Lloyd's Pharmacy. And um, uh, and we, um, uh, as we were studying it, they raised the Mary Rose. I remember as a kid watching the Mary Rose being raised, and it was fantastic. What's what's he got to do with that? He's doing the biomechanics on the Mary Rose and 
there's a bit of archaeology and there's orthopaedic surgeons being involved to see about knees. I don't understand. Hang on a minute. How was, hang on a minute, Eben. Now, now you, I think you've been listening to Nigel too long. An orthopaedic surgeon is connected with the Mary Rose? What the heck? Yeah, no, don't ask me how. But, <laughs> but I, want to, yeah. I want to know how. I, that's incredible. No, he's like recently done a website in collaboration with. Oh wow! Two universities. Yeah, and it's pretty incredible. Brilliant. Well, have you heard back from you? Has he has he sent a text home saying if he's won or anything? No, no. One of the people from the project. Has won an award. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. The curator of ordnance and bones. Wow. The Mary Rose, you know, I'd forgotten about that. That was, um, whose who, who ship was it? Was it Henry VIII's? Yeah, Henry VIII. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, well, well, I hope your dad's having a wonderful evening. And what a fantastic mm. project to, to be involved with. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> And I was just phoning up to thank you for being on all week because you've lightened up my evenings a shedful more because I've had a pretty he, rubbish week. He said shedful, guys. It may have sounded like he said something else. He said shedful. Um, oh, well, Eben, thank you, man. I'm sorry you've had a rubbish week. Is there anything you want to share or are you you just content to... Um... Because I've had an exam today. Ooh. A speech exam. Oh, How did that go? It was two presentations I had to give, one on social media Uh-oh. and one on my film course. And the one of them, I just thought I knew really well and I didn't really revise that well. Yeah. And the second one I revised quite a bit. How do you think it went? I think it went all right. <laughs> I, think, I hope I've got at least a merit. I, um, I'm 43 years old and I really, really hope... And I'm pretty sure if I carry on this path of mediocrity, I will never have to take another exam or test as long as I live. I still have nightmares, Eben. I had one last night. I still have nightmares about doing my A-levels. Mm. Uh, 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 25 years, 26 years after I did them, I still have nightmares about my A-levels. God, and I when I hear young people, you know, like you, saying they've done their GCSEs or they're doing the, the presentation today or they've done their, their A levels. Oh God, I've I don't envy you lot at all. I don't envy you lot at all. Well, I hope I'm it went all right. What I've chosen my A levels now. You've chosen your A levels. Yeah, I'm regretting them already. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm doing mechanic. Oy. And poor maths, ICT, and graphics. Hang on a minute. Graphics is an A-level now. Well, like computer graphics. Yeah, yeah computer graphics and Photoshop. Pho- hang on a minute. You can do an A-level in Photoshop? Yeah, and making, like, posters and... and oh, like, bloody uh, hell! Photography. Well, yeah, if you... If you cut off... Oh, what the hell? The Broken Britain. Um, no, I'm not going to be one of those people that says uh, that A-levels have got easier. Um, that, well, <laughs> do you say pure maths as well? Yeah. Well, good luck. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, I'll need it. Yeah, I, I bet you do. Uh, um, how old are you, Eben? I'm 17. 
17, isn't that funny? I, I always assumed you were older than that. Isn't that funny? Um, I'm, I'm normally good with ages. I always assumed you were older than 17. and uh, so I'm only asking because you mentioned your A-levels. And um, it surprised me a bit. Um, well, mm. you've got the rest. It, it's weird. Remember being 17, Kath? Remember being 17 years old? Flipping it. What I wouldn't give to be 17 again. You've got the rest of the world ahead of you, man. That sounds really patronising. But when you're 43, you'll get it. You'll get it. But thankfully, I've got a great weekend lined up. What, what, what are you doing? You going to a nightclub? Or what's, what's happening? No, there's a friend's party on Saturday evening. Beautiful. And on Sunday, there's a get together with my cycle club. It's all happening. In, it's all happening in Swansea. Eben, thanks for the kind, yeah. wor- kind words, man. I hope your dad had a great night. And, and uh, thank you. Th- nice to talk to you, man. Thank you. How exciting! The Mary Rose. It was. I was in Miss Downing's class. That was the second year of of middle school. So what would uh, what would I have been then? Gee, I can't work it out. Nine. So it would have been. It must have raised it in nineteen eighty two. Can we Google? No, we can't. But I think I think it would have been nineteen eighty two. But we won't Google it. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um, uh, Ray and Dana, stay there. I'll come to you in a minute. If you want to give us a call before midnight, you can do. Um, we have these two calls, and then it's up to you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We call you back after midnight. We'll take call straight to air. So this is kind of the the, the period. Well, actually, it's been busy. I say normally between sort of quarter past eleven and quarter to twelve, the phone calls kind of die down a little bit, but they haven't. Au contraire. But we have got a couple of lines free. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, Raymondo! It's Donald Trump. It's Donald Trump. He's a shed full of a president. How are you? How <laughs> are up and remix that, Dan? Kath has only just realised, whether he was singing it, she shouted in my ear, it's the same bloody song. She's only just realised that all his songs are the same bloody song. Yeah, a bit like Jeff Lynn. <laughs> well, well, hey, whoa, hey. Gone straight in there, dissing the yellow. The yellow. Yeah. And there's another man who sings in the bathroom. Yes, well, I, yeah, I, I, but the thing about Jeff Lynn, I quite like a bit of ELO. I'm not a massive fan, but um, boy, oh boy, oh boy, why did they let him do Free as a Bird? Yeah. I mean, I know George Martin very graciously bowed out of it and said, he said, oh, my ears aren't up for the job of producing anymore. And then he went and produced an album six months later. So good for him. But um, yeah, they shouldn't have let Jeff Lynn ruin. We didn't ruin Free as a Bird. It's a good song. I quite like that, actually. In real it life. sounds more like him than the Beatles. Yeah, it does. It does. And that's that's the, the problem, I think. But never yeah. mind. They're good songs. Anyway. Um, your throat cancer worry. Yes. Are you, are you one of those who self-diagnoses all the time? I've deliberately... Oh, no, actually, I was about to say I haven't looked up um, throat cancer, um, but I have looked up throat cancer, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, dear. Yeah, I, 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 and um, it's because I've had this niggle in my throat, and then I heard someone on Radio 4 talking about throat cancer, and then I... Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, I do. My mum... I get it from my mum. She used to have a big medical book before we had the internet stuff she had a big medical book and she'd always wrongly diagnose stuff and then i remember once um she diagnosed that she had multiple sclerosis and we're all like yeah mum whatever and of course it turns out she did and she was spot on Mm. 
So that's a hypochondriac's worst nightmare, isn't it? Or is it, yeah. their, is it their best dream, getting actually ill? I don't know. And now we've got Dr Google to turn to. Dr Google. I had a text from my um, doctor's surgery today yeah. saying I can now download an app to make appointments. Yeah. Um, and I... I, I I quite like the nosy pe- the nosy receptionists. I have a good uh, good banter with the nosy receptionists in my doctor. I had to go in the other day because they muffed up um, a, a repeat prescription, and I went in and said, "Oh, this has been upped," and you've you know, and they and I, lo- I I was quite happy to tell them everything. They were wonderful. It's part of the experience. No, it's part of the experience. Slightly nosy middle aged women, beautiful. They could. I don't care if they know about me. Mm. And do you visit the doctor often? I try not to. Mm. I try not to, because, uh, yeah, so no, I don't. I remember Nick Abbott used to tell a story about how he visits the doctor so frequently he wore a groove in, in the pavement in between his home and the doctor's mm. surgery. Oh, I can't walk to my doctor's. It's too far away. <laughs> um, but no, I, I don't. I'm going to wait till this cold passes and then hopefully the throat will get better and then I won't have throat cancer anymore. That's the plan, oh, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Please don't worry. Come on, you've got enough worries. Thank you very much indeed, Ray. Dana! Hip, hip, hip. What kind of cake? Lesbian lemon drizzle cake. (laughs) Yes, please. That's a dream come true. It's funny, isn't it? Men, a lot of men have fantasies about having sex with a lesbian. But if she were a lesbian... She wouldn't want to have sex with the man. Exactly. Crazy. Exactly. But, I, but the way I look at it is most men are lesbians, really. Oh, Cause they, I see what they you've done there. Do they want to do it with the girls. You've so, you know, a lot of, lot of my friends are honorary lesbians. Oh, but I just wanted, just wanted to say, because you mentioned earlier... Yes. ...how your four-year-old... Um, read a book to you. Oh, it was great, and I meant to tape it. And I do- no, actually, I was gonna, I was gonna get my phone and record it, but I was so in the moment and so enjoying it that I thought, no, I'm gonna just listen to this and remember this moment. It was wonderful. Because the, the reason it resonated is yesterday, my four-year-old niece, oh. which is four and a half, she read a book to me for the first well, time. My, my, my boy's going to be five in January, if, we, if we're going to be oh. honest about this, you know. Oh. So, but um, he's five in January as well. Oh, so well, it, it, is it? Is, it's not the twenty-first, is it? Um, you don't remember, do you? It's the 21st or 23rd. Oh, there we go. Well, my boy's is the 21st. Oh, well, that worked. Okay, in that case, so they're still full. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, she she read, and it was one. Oh, I tell you. What, bo- what, book did, what book did she read? Oh, it's a book. Basically, it's a book about a kid's called Kipper Chip. Oh, no, I know that. And a dog called Flossie. Do don't, don't they have a magic key? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They have a magic key and they they, they travel through time. Yes, because I got to their house last night and literally one of the first things my sister said is, um, Anaya, you need to read your book to Auntie Dee Dee. Oh, brilliant. So, you know, I helped bath and, you know, we put the other one to bed. Yeah. And then she got the book out and it was just such a wonderful thing. My I, my boy's not quite he's he's not quite as advanced as the, 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 the as those books, but my elder boy when he was learning red though so that's that's why i know them but isn't it yeah. just um it's just indescribable how magic it is when they go from being a baby and suddenly they're sat there and they're reading words out yeah. of the book 
you know, and they're all few, you know, they're very simple words, yeah. and you know, you're sort of helping her in little bits, but it's wonderful. I, and as soon as you mentioned that, I thought, oh, I've just got, I've got to tell you. I thought, hey, just share that wonder with you. I'm not a parent; I'm just the auntie. But I, in a way, I could still, I still felt. Oh, that no, excitement. no, not just, not just the auntie. I'm an uncle, and it's a, it's an important job. It's an yeah. important job. My boy was struggling with b, um, and he was confusing b with p and d. Um, but he, and, he, and he's still kind of spelling the word, so it is literally um, a but ad bad d og dog. It's, you know, he's, he's he's kind of yeah. doing that, and it's but it was and he was really focusing, and he's you know my, the, the eldest is the bookworm, and the, the youngest is naughty, but he was really focusing. He was focusing because I said if you read this entire book absolutely spot on, we can go and play a little bit of Lego Star Wars. No, um, it's just it's beautiful, isn't, isn't it? it? It's magic. It's magic. Actual and I keep magic. having. Because he's got, a, not um, where, where she lives, there's a little sort of sci-fi shop. You know, I'm big, I'm into my sci-fi. Yeah. So I take her to the toy shop and I buy her little Star Wars minifigures. So oh. when I see them early next week again, because she's done so well, we're going to the toy shop and she'll get another minifigure. Beautiful. And, and that's the joy of being an auntie, auntie and an uncle, is you, you get yeah. to go and buy all that stuff without the guilt and it doesn't matter if you know when you're a parent you've got to say no sometimes when you're an auntie (laughs) or an uncle you you can say yes or a grandparent you can say yes whenever you want and you annoy the parents and that's great yeah i get to hang out i get to hang out and do all the exciting things oh i miss my niece and nephew (laughs) well thank you dana thank you for sharing that i appreciate that have a wonderful weekend thank you very much i won't i'm doing a show on sunday night and i'm i'm kind of dreading it kind of dreading it if you're coming (laughs) Um, it's about three quarters old show and about two fifths new show. If that makes sense, that maths makes sense. Good, good. I've put loads of new stuff in it, and I'm wondering if I put too much new stuff in it. Talbot. Hey man, it's Talbot. Yeah, Talbot Sunbeam. The car. No, that's my name. Okay. Good. How you doing, man? Listen, I've been meaning to call you for a long while. Just calling to give you a bit of love. You're a top man, and uh, you're almost like a friend to us all. As uh, bit heartbreaking to hear that you've been suffering a bit and all the all the stuff's been getting on top of you but you've got to stay strong man yeah you're keeping us strong i'm really pleased to hear it talbot sunbeam yeah good good all right man is that it no i was just there just to give you a bit of, bit of love you I, know? I appreciate it. i i've i'm feeling i'm feeling the love how's your how's your track getting on man the the lindsay lohorn one it, I don't. Well, I, I I haven't had any recent sales figures. That's got me into some big trouble. I'll tell you that. My kids love it. My kids are not much uh, different in age from yourself. Man, you play them that filth. What a bad parent! I played it the first time. It's just so catchy. The little one, four-year-old, loves it. And then my wife heard it. She flipped. But it's worth. It's comedy in itself. What's What's your wife's name? Oh, Lucy. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> What are you laughing at? <laughs> no, not now. No, not okay. now. No, no. No, no. No, no, but it's good. It's all good. So I just wanted to say hello. Uh, <laughs> are you pleasuring yourself? No, no, it's not. I'm not pleasuring myself. Is someone so. pleasuring? Is Lucy pleasuring you? It's, uh, she's, uh, she's a bit like, um, huh? Kato. You know Kato from Pink Panther? Yeah. Yeah. But with, but with, instead of karate, it's with blowjobs. It's just like, she tries to catch me out. Oh, right, I've got to go, I've got to clean up all of them. <laughs> His wife's a mocky Kato. <laughs>
don't know what happened there. Hmm. <laughs> Bonjour, Madame Katia. Bonjour, Monsieur Ian. Ça va? Ça va bien et vous? Euh, euh, ça va. Euh, euh, hast du Geschwister? Nein, ich habe kein Geschwister. Ja, äh, ich bin 13 Jahre alt. <lacht> Na, du bist... Äh, how old are you? Entschuldigung Sie bitte, wie komme ich am Bahnhof? Wie komme ich am besten zum Bahnhof? All right. <lacht> Hello Katja, good evening. I think that's pretty much all of the European languages covered. Uh. Let's speak in the one that is the most beautiful, Italian. Uh, allora, ma come stai? Oh, and now English. <lacht> okay. Now, um, this field of yours in, uh, what, did you say Kent or Surrey, something like that? What, this what? This field? Yes, you, you talked about a field, marijuana, marijuana. Oh, the, the marijuana, you thought it was Mary Rose, the marijuana, yes. The, the cannabis, it's yes. probably not cannabis, it's, it's uh, hemp, I, I'd say it's hemp. What, what's, the dif- oh, what's the difference? Uh, Can you smoke ooh, it and get high? Big, big, big difference in uh, in hemp. You you don't have t- You have a really tiny amount of THS or something like that. The, oh, the, yes. the thing that gets you high THC, in the cannabis. So uh, no, it's. Uh, but no, but it's they grow it for medicinal purposes. They they, they do as well. Yes, I know, because I've used uh, the, uh, the 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 one from the hemp for for uh, it works really well. That's the only thing that works for me. Dream works uh, for you. Yes, yes, yes. I've got chronic pain, and that's oh, that's beautiful. That's uh, <laughs> well done. But it doesn't. But get do you get high. it? Because listen, we have to be slightly. Do you get it yeah. legally? Oh yes, absolutely. Well, that's the thing. Until the thirty-first uh, of October, it was legal. But you, oh. you didn't have to. The, the hemp. I'm talking about the hemp. Mm. Um, when they sell it in the UK, they must say that it's a food supplement. They couldn't put on it, you know, on, on the bottle no. that I used to buy. This, is not, this is not what is being grown in the field. What is being grown in a field by the, either the M4 or the M40, it's being grown by the government. It is government-strength marijuana. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. What, because they need special light and everything for they're the, They're the government! Yeah, but do they have special light? <laughs> no, they just grow it. Oh, I don't know. It's true. I'm not Katya. When did you hear that? I read. A, I read about it. Yeah, uh, I read. Yeah, yeah. right. What? Why? <laughs> Honestly, it's true. I haven't got the. Can con- you imagine, Ian? If it was true, yeah, that everyone would. Like, well, not everyone. Armed guards, but- Katya. <laughs> okay. Armed guards. Shoot first. Ask yes. questions later. That's my okay. motto. Right. Okay, I, I still don't believe you, but we're, okay. <laughs> when have I ever lied to you? Oh my god, what? I see you. <laughs> what? I think you've been smoking some of this hemp tonight. <laughs> no, no, so many times. No. So many times. Just, uh, uh, oh, I'm the grandson of uh, Christopher Lee. You, you, you're not. Um... You, hang on, hang on a minute. Yeah, you what, are? what are you saying about my granddad? Yeah, exactly. Huh? And, and, and that's I'm Christopher Lee's grandson. <laughs> yeah, why? Well, <laughs> You've seen the picture of me with him, haven't you? What does that prove? Well, it proves that... How would I get near to Christopher Lee if he wasn't my grandfather? Yeah, have you got... Uh, when were you a tiny, tiny little kid? 
Yeah, of course I have. I find your picture of Christopher Lee with the baby. Of course I can do that. <laughs> Easy. That. <laughs> what? Uh, what? He is my granddad. Right, OK. There are so many. I've got a big list, but I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, OK. Well, why don't you go and get the list, Katia, and then stick it up your bum. Um, OK, well, that was um, that, that worked pretty well, mostly. Some bits were a bit patchy, but tell you what we're going to do. We'll uh, change things for the last hour of the show. Calls straight to air, dear listener. Calls straight to air. You phone up um, and you can come on and do whatever you want. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. We have a seven-second delay, so if you do swear or you are libelous, we can dump it. That's the only rule. Apart from that, you can come on and do anything you want. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Catherine joins me in the studio. Yeah. Um, last hour of the show on the Friday, we will take calls straight to air. So if you want to give us a call, 0344 499 1000. Um, is it the first week or the second week we've had that number? Uh, this is the end of the first week. It's the end of the it. first week. It's the second week. Second week, Ed is telling me. He the knows, second week, yeah. He knows better. Um, did we have, yeah, the first one was Halloween, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't, um, I don't think we did uh, straight to air life. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, so what I'm saying is, if you decide to call in now, it will quite possibly be free mm. uh, if it's part of your package, or it will cost you pennies. So um, now more than ever, if you want to phone in straight to air, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. For this hour, we don't call you back the only rules are don't swear don't be libelous um the way it works is i see a line f- flashing on the screen i touch the screen and go line one you're on the wireless that's now that's the chipmunks the chipmunks don't sound like that now no but i can't understand what they're saying in the film because it's too high-pitched because of your um, hearing... No, I just think the films are made quite badly. But I do enjoy them. I like Dave. Can we try and get Dave from the Chipmunk movie on movies on Is he a real person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, Dave's like their dad. He adopts them. Um, line two, you're on the wireless. Good evening, my son. How are you doing here? Hey, you all right? Bill. What's happening? Radio show. Oh, mate, I know. I've been listening. I've been listening, mate. It's been good stuff. <laughs> Glad you've enjoyed it. You've become um, a bit of a hero this week. Why? Well, after placating Jonathan on Monday oh, show. Oh, yeah, Johnny. Johnny. Well, we've not heard from Johnny since um, his main man became Da Prez. So I'm assuming he's just at home pleasuring himself senseless. <laughs> he's probably, yeah, he's probably done it to death, I reckon. He, he must have done shooting sand, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. Maybe, um, well, what can you do, mate? You don't know where he lives, there, so you can't check up on I him. I don't want to check up on we that. We don't ever want to go there. No. Yeah, it would be a little bit like a horror film, wouldn't it? Yeah. But we've given him your mobile number, so... You should be getting a call. Nah. Oh, you've admitted to that now, though. <laughs> you've admitted to that now, though. <laughs> what you got planned for this weekend, Bill? And I only want to hear it if you can sing it. Um. Yeah, yeah. That'll be a very, very quick song. This weekend, I'm going to do nothing. <laughs> Good song. It's like Craig David, but better. Oh yeah, oh definitely. Oh, I can uh, I can sing in a different style if you want. Always go on. 
All right then, all right then, all right then. Hang on, hang on, let me just go to where I'm not going to wake up the neighbours. <laughs> oh, blimey, this is going to be there, powerful. No, it's not that one. I don't like these ones. I can sing here, that's all right. <laughs> right. <clears throat> one, two, one, two. One to the two, to the three, to the four. It's the Ian Lee show, Friday night basement. Too many man, too many man up in the place. Too many man up in the place. Ladies coming free, coming free. Two drinks for two, two, two pound free. That was rubbish. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. That was actually it rubbish. like a bargain, though. Let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. This is the Matt Ford call. We don't call. want you. Oh. We never wanted you to come back. Oh, dear. The worst you so count, Matt Ford. Oh. You, oh, you make really? Stephen Nolan look like Orson Welles. It's, it's a great clip. If, you wanna, if you're bored, YouTube, um, Jonathan from Swansea, Matt Ford. It's a, <coughs> it's a cracking bit of radio. Matt handles it beautifully, doesn't he? Oh! It <laughs> so just laughs all the way oh. through it. <laughs> I think my voice is going... I'm I'm feeling my voice going, and I've got to talk for uh, an hour and a half on Sunday night. That's going to be tough. No talking tomorrow, then. No talking tomorrow. Um, I've got. I'm doing Sky News on Sunday morning. Um, at half past five, I have to be there on Sunday morning. Ay 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 ay. Can no. you do it through the medium of dance? <laughs> no. Ah uh, well, well, we'll see. We'll see what we. Uh, we'll see what happens, guys. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That's how it works. Is we sit here and um, people call in and join in or or not, as the case may be. That first two hours worked. Yeah, I didn't think it would. It's always a gamble, isn't it? It's a it's a punt. I I had I when when you were getting my lamp from the car. Thank you for that. I um I took the newspapers out of the studio and uh, gave them to Ed and said, "I don't want this. I don't want this. Rubbish. Don't want the temptation. Of I don't want this rubbish." Um, and um, it turns out that we can pull it off if we need to, as, as Jonathan may well have done uh, himself. We'll carry on taking calls straight to her till one o'clock. Let's go to line uh, line four. You're on the wireless. tell the difference between dots and dashes mm. and i also don't get the thing about him being called endeavor because that's well, not a name well you know posh people yeah they can call themselves whatever they want endeavor you, so can common people these days everyone's doing it endeavor morse that's not mm. neither of those are names this is ridiculous what would you real... rather he was called dean yeah uh, dean jackson <laughs> inspector jackson's on tonight was it Dean Jackson in uh, EastEnders? No, it's Dean Gaffney, who played Robbie Jackson. Oh, right, I'm mixing them up. Line uh, five, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello. Good evening, Mr Dale. It's George again. <laughs> I've got a quick question for you. What's brown and sticky? <laughs> is, uh, is it a stick? Oh, I thought it was a riddle. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Dale. Goodbye. I mean, 
There was a story in the paper the other day, and I only saw it because I think Scott retweeted it. A bloke, <laughs> bloke. Um, I don't. I think he, I, I don't know the full details of the story, but he got fined. I think he went to court because he nicked a police radio. Oh, and um, <laughs> spent eighteen hours going, oh Betty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! Gosh, that's dedication that's to a brilliant. prank, isn't it? Eighteen hours. Oh, Betty, <laughs> can you get off this uh, line, sir? Mind you, Cracker could easily isolate that particular <laughs> culprit. It would have to be someone who was around in the nineteen eighties. <laughs> Betty, uh, line uh, line six, you're on the wireless. Howdy. Hi there. Just saying hello, really. Hello. <laughs> um, I used to listen when you were on Beds, Hearts and Butts. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Never mind. Uh, I quite liked it. And then Justin replaced you. What was the name of... Um, you guys had a... Uh, I don't want to say receptionist, but she used to manage the calls. Kelly Betts. Um, she had blonde hair. Kelly Betts. Yes, that's it. Yes. Yeah, big song and dance when she left, but she was good. We did a big song and dance <laughs> when she left, and I got the boot. Hey, this Sunday is the anniversary of me getting of the actual day when I got the phone call saying, don't come in anymore. Oh, we should definitely mark it. Well, I'm doing a show about 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 radio, so I'll be marking it. But we can go and do a dirty process after. Oh, yeah, we'll be, I'm just down the road, we'll be in Luton, so we can just we can um, get bevied up and uh, get a cab, and we can go and smear faeces all over their window. We wouldn't do such a thing, caller. No, I don't think you would. No! If that happens now, it'll be them off-road bikers. I... <laughs> Not um, us. I um, I text Kelly Betts from time to time, and I was going to text her tonight actually because we, um, by mistake, Catherine and I ended up watching the last ten minutes of Citizen Khan. <laughs> Uh, and, and Citizen Calm was a little bit of a joke um, b- between uh, the three of us because it, it really is it really is the the worst program in the world, isn't it? Have you ever seen it? I haven't. No. It is. You Keep not, it that way. It is. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's so. It's just so awful. You would think it was acceptable if it had been if it was a rerun of something that happened in the nineteen. 19- 80s? Well, yeah, it's very 80s comedy. It's just... Anyway, so I nearly texted Kelly tonight, and I'm sure the last... Oh, the last thing I sent her was a voice message. This won't mean anything to you, caller, but bear with me. I sent her a voice message going, 4,652 minutes. I think it might mean something to someone if they were listening to that programme. Oh, well, I'm glad you found us. How does does this show rate with the, the Three Counties one? Um, oh. I liked Down the Rabbit Hole on Saturdays. I called you a couple of times while you were on that. That was a lot of fun. Um, I follow Kathy on uh, Twitter. I get a notification every time she tweets. Oh, sorry it's about good, that. Half the time. Oh, no. hang on a minute. He's, he's very, very ca- clev- carefully and cleverly swerved the question there. There was a question what about. Was the question? The... Oh, right. About whether or not. Which is that? Um. Oh. Wow. I like this one. It feels like you've had the shackles removed a little bit, 
the periscope's good. Um, I feel like Kathy's more involved as well, which is great. But I don't listen as much now as I used to on... Because I used to wake up to three counties, oh. and it was good. I liked that morning slot. So I think you had the advantage yeah. of the morning slot. Yep. Yep. But here, you know, there are some benefits. What do you listen but, to? Um, and this is, I'm not asking, saying this because there's an opportunity to knock the people that are there now, because I know the people that work there, and, it's, you know, good luck to them. But what do you listen to in the morning now? Um... Either talk radio, so there's that Paul guy that I quite like. Yep. Paul, Paul, one of your colleagues. Yeah, Paul. Better call Paul. He's um, he's good in the mornings. But I did carry on listening to Justin and Kathy, and then when Kathy left it, I was done because Justin's cool, but it wasn't the same as when so, uh, you guys had the morning well, slot. Listen, I'm glad you. Uh, thank you for calling. In. I appreciate that, and um, it was very calm. But yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be there on Sunday. Those guys are going to get it. Let's take one more. Don't have a break. <laughs> it's got a line seven. Seven, you're on the wireless. I have a pen, I have an apple, uh, apple pen, I have a pen, I have pineapple, uh, pineapple pen, apple pen. What do we know about the pen pineapple apple pen guy? What do we know about him? Precious little. Because um, who was the Shandam man? What was his name? The what? The Shandam man. (laughs) Again? The Shandam man. Do you mean the Gangnam man? That's the fella. I don't know who the Shandam man is. (laughs) Sounds like he's ripped it off. What was his name? Joel or something? His name was Sai. Sai. We know about him. He's Korean. And he's made a lot of money. Yeah. We don't know anything about the pen pineapple apple pen man. man. Looks a bit like... No, he doesn't. I was going to say it looks a bit like Joe Baker. It does look like an old Joe Baker. Mm. And we've not seen... Um, who's Joe Baker? Was he a Lou little ba- bit of money. That was Lou Baker. Oh, yeah, that one. Who's Joe Baker? Joe Baker's his brother. <sighs> he, he looks, looks more like, like that guy. He looks like Joe Baker, actually. Lou Baker's brother. Um, weren't, this, is this true? Go on. That for one of the Clintons' campaigns, I don't, oh no, maybe, I don't know which one. They had Scatman. No, they were gonna, that's just a vicious rumour. They were going to use the Lou Bega song. No! Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And do you know why they pulled it? Because of Monica. A little bit of Monica! <laughs> but it's, it's an array of women. Um, and they, and they literally, they're like, I read that the other day. That can't be right. Yeah, it may not have been for Clinton, it was maybe for a Democrat campaign. Could have been for, just for the Democrats in general. Um, it might have been for Obama, and they were going to use it, and then someone went, uh, the Monica line. Mm. <laughs> oh, maybe saying that. Um, call straight to air, this is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. The phones keep on a ringing. Line seven, you're on the wireless. Hello, Stage. I'm phoning the Ian Lee shot. Yes, caller. What is your name? Dirk. Doug. Dirk. Dirk van der Van. Dirk van der Van. I'm from the Netherlands, uh, Europe. Uh, I'm currently in UK, and I discovered your show for the first time tonight. I like very much. It is a good show. What? What, uh, what do you like? Is, what do you like about it, Dirk? <laughs> Dirk Vanderbilt. Uh, 
I like the, um, the talk about the, the men marijuana, that talk, and I like the, um, I like, I like the caller, they're crazy, you know, crazy English people, man. Hello? So tell us about, tell us about where you're from again, Doug? Netherlands. Which, uh, which part of the Netherlands? I'm from Rotterdam. It is uh, not too far from Amsterdam. I'm a primary school teacher. It's, uh, I'm a primary school teacher in Rotterdam. Um, that's, I'm that's on great. holiday that's... at the moment. You're on holiday, yeah. Um, that's, um, that's, that's unusual to be taking a holiday during term time. No, currently I'm not. I'm not employed at the, the moment. I am on a sabbatical, so I, I am travelling. I'm travelling around. Um, I'm looking to go to Dublin next. Dudley, did you say Dudley? Hello? You're going to Dudley? No, uh, Ireland, Guinness, Dub- Dublin. All oh, right, sorry. And. Um, what have you seen? Where is Dud- Dudley? Oh, it's beautiful. You should go there. It's no, West Midlands. Send him. Don't send him to Dudley. Yes. He's a dump. What have you seen, um, uh, Dirk, while you've been over in the UK? Well, I've only been here for the uh, one day. I've seen I've seen John Lewis. I've seen I've seen Oxford Street. You, you know? I do know Oxford Street. Yes, very busy. Yes, oh my god, I nearly got hit by a bus, but uh, I survived, uh, no hit me, so, yeah, crazy, crazy Englishman here, um, I, I like very much, I want to go to football, total football match, but there's uh, no Premier League, because international breaks on, but um, I'm looking and hope I find. Uh-huh, what, um... What team do you? What English team do you support? Uh, Tottenham. Mm. Mm. Well, that, you, who you support? Ian? I'm, I'm not really into football, Dirk. <laughs> you're not okay. You're into into men. I like men. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Me too. It's all gravy. You know. It's uh, whole Netherlands. We're very liberal. But we've got uh, excellent teaching methods. Uh, you know, we run our red light district professionally. It's a very liberal country, so, you know. What is that part of the curriculum? <laughs> what? What's that? The red light bit. You said we have an excellent teaching method and we have the red light district. I don't know. I'm, I'm imagine- no, we, we, the way we, uh, legalisation in general, you know. Yes. Oh, yeah, I got you. Um, Sorry, my English not not my first language. Really, uh, it's excellent. I, what is your first language? Dutch. Well, speak to us in Dutch. Say, could you um, say you're listening to Ian Lee on talk radio on, in Dutch? So, Ian Lee on the talk radio. I I done for you. Yeah. Yep, you're done Sounds for me. Sounds legit to me. You're done for me, Dirk. Thank you, Dirk. Okay, thank you so much. Who is the lady? <laughs> I ain't no lady. You you sound, um, you know, uh, very nice. Um, 
Um, you like uh, we dinner? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right then. Where do you want to okay, go? Okay, we uh, we go to. Um, I go a very nice place to date. Uh, street window. Um, I pay for it. London very expensive. I pay. I pay. They make me pay forty nine pound for waffle at one of those window places. Oh yeah. Okay. And then I get in cab, but it is like uh, it's a tent on a bike. If you know what I mean, or is maybe I get with bad people? I don't know. I think you might have got with some bad people. Forty nine pounds yeah. for for yeah, some waffle. waffles. That's mm. that's a little bit pricey. Best waffles, and then for this taxi ride on the tents on the bike, that cost me uh, seven hundred a pound. <laughs> I went from the Bond Street. I only went to. I need to go Marble Arts. Uh, yeah, seven hundred pound. It was only like two minutes, wow. you know, man. You better save your pennies then. Don't take me well, out because I'm a I'm an expensive date. Dirk, enjoy the rest of your time here. It's nice that maybe we'll speak again before you go back. I try, I try. You speak tomorrow. I phone you maybe nine a.m. Yeah, yeah, you phone me tomorrow at nine a.m. Dirk. Oh, oh dear. Let's go to line uh, eight. You're on the wireless. Is that um, Goldie-looking chain? That sounded like Billy to me. <laughs> Billy? Yeah. Honey to the bee? No, Bill, that Billy that comes on and sings. Oh, Bill! Yeah. What, doing the rapping then? Yeah, yeah, spitting some lyrics. No, 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 no. You sure? No, 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 I don't think so. Mm. Mm, let's take a, a breather from the phone calls. If you want to call in, 0344 499 1000. Um... There's no other radio show like this at the moment. You can probably tell. <laughs> For a reason. Tell why. Um, <laughs> but um, there we go. Um, so, yeah, doing the show on Sunday, mm. Sunday night, the live show. I think it's 80, 90 people coming. It's quite a lot of people. Uh, sold out. What's that new place like that you're going to do at? I don't know. I've never been there. No. I don't even know what time the show starts. I'm getting there at five. Right. It'll be after up. then sometime. Sometime after five. Um, I'll be selling CDs, guys, of course. Um, and um, I'm dreading it. I'm dreading it. You'll love it. Oh. You will. I've got new bits. And the old bits feel really old. I mean, mm -hmm. it was a year ago. Over a year ago I did that show. Over a year ago. And so much has happened. So much has happened then. And I've not really... I don't... Here's the thing. I did think about putting in the whole Christian thing. Uh, and I decided not to... Mainly because I didn't fancy... I didn't, it wouldn't involve me listening to the audio again. And I don't really want to... No. I've not listened to it since I said it. Um, so I didn't... I, I, I chose not to do that. So I've put in some other different bits and pieces. But you know a lot of the people that will be going on Sunday will have already seen it. This is why I put new bits in. Exactly. So that's good. But but there's not... Me, not you know, there's one, two, three, four, five... Six new bits. All right, well, that'll do. It might not be funny. But it might be funny. In fact, now I've just said that, I've realised that the the flow doesn't work. 
They've put two long bits next to each other right early. All right, so start. have a little jiggle with no, it tomorrow. Can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be bothered. It'll be fine. It, You're always like this. Yeah, I know. I just... Um, you know, like a div. What? Hmm? Line um, line eight, you're on the wireless. The Middle East is unstable. Russia is belligerent. Britain's going through a nasty breakup with the EU. And we need a rebound. And who better for a rebound than another ex? Our first ex, America. I know, when Britain and America were an item, it was a manipulative, controlling relationship that benefited one side far more than the other. But golly gosh, the sex was good. But it won't be all one way this time. Who's this? No idea. Ill-thought-out pop-up restaurant aboard the International Space Station. The tables have turned. Look at you, America. You ruled the world as a beacon of military and cultural might. I don't know who that is. It's, um, some work's going to that. So it can't be one of our listeners. <laughs> Surely not. Um, okay, another 30 minutes of this. Uh, start dialing now, 0344 499 and um, you may be on the air after this. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, line nine. Tony's in Crouch End. Morning, Tony. James, yes. you're fat, you're bald. You've got man boobs. Ian Lee has got beautiful, slim, athletic legs. And he is going to destroy you so much on Monday. You are going to cry like a bet until Christmas and 2006. Thank you, Tony. You don't stand a chance. You, you... That's oh, me phoning James and O'Brien. Listen, listen, Dave, Chris has reminded me, James nearly swears, OK? No, yeah, right. oh, no it's me phoning me. Professional cool. Thank you, Tony. You don't stand a chance. You, you don't stand a chance. And I hope all of your listeners realise that when you lose the race, you lose their respect. It's Ian Lee doing a really bad accent. No, it's not Ian Lee doing a really bad accent. I hate you, (laughs) James O'Brien. Oh, it cuts up before the swear, which is perhaps a good thing. Uh, Oh, it's me, all right, it's it's me phoning up James O'Brien. It's me listening to the clip of... God, it's got meta. (laughs) I can't be bothered to analyse that. Um, Line two, you're on the wireless. Why, Ian, man. Hello. Hello, Ian. line. Hello, line two. Who's this? Terry. Sorry? Terry. Terry, hello, Terry. Whereabouts are you calling? Terry from the Toon? Newcastle, yeah, I'm from the Toon Army, man. I love my Toon Army, mate. How are you, like? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Terry. I'm good. Oh, grand stuff, grand stuff. No, Ian, I'm just calling in, like, about, um, about those, those fields you was talking about. Did you see it was on the M5? No. Or the M4, man? I can't remember. This is the marijuana fields that the government own. I can't remember if they're on the M4 or the I... M40. Oh, man. Why, why are you that. interested? No, no, no particular reason, man. I just might me look into that, Lee. I don't know, it'd be, be right. Have a little, have a little look round, Lee. Bit far out your way, innit? Hey, I'm always dreaming about, you know, us lads from the tomb there, eh, Kathleen, eh, last Bonnie, last eh. <laughs> Thank you very much. You mean Gadge. What was his name? Tony? Terry? Tony. Tony Terry. The, Terry from the Terry. tomb. <laughs> Some delightful um, fruitcakes this evening. Yeah. So uh, many beautiful voices. But do you know what? After the the week that we've had, it's kind of nice just to, for people just to be able to phone up and and do do nonsense, just nonsense. I was talking to to um, John Dredge, of course, who's part of Dredgeland, who uh, the wonderful act that pushed the wheelbarrow 
um, uh, performance ring, and they may be coming to February performance ring. I need to sort it out. We'll sort it out. If they don't come February, they'll definitely come to to, to the one after it. But and um, I was just saying it was magnificent because their act was magnificent because it was silly, yeah. and you don't get much silliness anymore. Monty Python was silly and was stupid, um, and there's not really any. This is no silliness, no. no outlet for silliness anymore. A lot anymore. of people trying to be clever. Yeah. I listen to The Now Show on Radio 4. I, I, I listen to it because I don't like it, and it's a weird thing to say, but it, it makes me feel um, smug because I think it's awful. Um, and they're trying... Actually, there were a couple of laughs in it this week, but um, I get the impression they're trying to be too clever. And, and clever is great, but but so is stupid stupid is great it's it's fun to watch stupid films you know they say this cartoon i watched with the boys it was two slugs that eating chilies and they were farting fire well, and you reminded me of that film the other day um where uh what's he called napoleon dynamite there's no, oh, there's yeah. no point to that film and i flipping love it i haven't seen that for years i i, I haven't seen it for just the right amount of time that yeah. i could watch it and, and enjoy it they made a tv series of that as oh, well don't do that no apparently it was a here we go. TV series of films um, that, that that should never have been made. They made a Napoleon Dynamite series. There was a Police Academy series that only had um, that <laughs> Jones in it. There was... Um, what are the spin-offs of films? They made a series of Private Benjamin, didn't they? But it wasn't... I don't think it was Goldie Hawn no. in the series. I don't know. I didn't know about that. Yeah, that was what used to be on... Before it used to be on on Channel See, Four. This is the point, right? The yeah. main stars of that yeah. film actors yeah. will not be available. Well, I think they are now. Well, J Lo's doing one, isn't she now? Is she a series? Yeah. Is she? Does she get her clothes off? Because I like J Lo films. Because a, I think she's a great actress and she tells really good stories. And b, you're always at least guaranteed one shot of her um, bum in her pants. Um, I don't know. I've never seen it, but I think it's a le- I mean, who who's to say no? Probably. If it's central to the plot and that's artistically yeah. done, yeah. I'm sure she will. Um, I thought she was brilliant in that thing with George. Did you ever see the one with George Clooney? You'd I, like it. They I, get locked in the boot. I've seen them all. Out of sight. I've seen all of the... Have you seen Out of Sight? don't think I've seen that I one. I love that film. I like the one where she's um, a victim of spousal abuse, so she trains up to be a ninja and then kills him. It's a weird message, that, isn't it? Mm. Really weird message. I like the one where she's a high school teacher and she has sex with the guy next door, thinking he's a grown-up. Actually, he's just well-developed for his age and Gosh. he's a psychopath who goes to the school. She's done one stinker, though. I've never seen that one, but that, that sounds... If you're at, say, Anaconda, yeah. the incorrect data. Anaconda was flipping off. Well, oh. You could see the zip on the snake. Line uh, six, you're on the wireless. Oh, this is a surprise. Hey, Chris, we grew up, didn't we? I don't need to listen to Don't that. play that, because I'm very drunk in that clip. That's um, us winning an award for being bloody good, and I'm, I'm shouting down at Agent Chris, who's producing the Nick Ferrari show. Um, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hello, it's, um, it's, it's Steve Allen here, Mr Bitter Lemon himself. Mr. Bitter Lemon. What do you want, Steve? Just just put a stop to this nonsense, Ian. I'm, I'm, my, my show used to be good about 15 years ago, but it's, it's just bragging about how I get the biggest time slot in the impressive 4am slot. You've got a big, big 4am spike, haven't you? Spike, spike, yes, yes, yes. And if you're not careful, I'm going to shove it right up your jacksie. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. 
Yeah, it's Star. I'm a bit offended, Ian. Why are you offended, Star? Well, you said Dudley's, like, oh, you know. I knew it. But, yeah, you said it was... That was an outrageous... Not very uh, nice. Yeah, you said it was a dump, didn't you? <clears throat> yes, yeah. I did. Yes, I did. It's not. That's my hometown, that is. Where do you live now? I live in Skegness now. Why? Well, I moved here to be with my husband. Right, OK. So he couldn't move to Dudley? No, because where he lives is a lot better than where I was. Oh, she's just... Not because of the She's area. just defended exactly what... Where he lives... Where he lives is a lot nicer than where you lived. You've just started. Oh, you've just yeah, shown not yourself. The area. What do you mean, not, not the, the area? What do you mean, not the area? Not the area. What do you mean, not the area? Stop saying not the area. What do you mean by not the area? <laughs> I'm not saying the area was nicer. I'm saying the the, the actual like flat that he lives the in. The flat, right. It shows, yeah. that shows just how much of a dump Dudley is. You've moved to Skegness because <laughs> it's nicer. No, I didn't move to Skegness because it's nicer. I moved to Skegness because my partner's here. And he couldn't be, he said, I'm not moving to Dudley, it's a dump. No, he, he would be happy to move there if I uh, asked him to. But, but why I didn't you ask him to? Because I didn't want to. Thank you very much indeed. I mean... Really? Fish in a barrel, fish in a barrel. Line six, you're on the wireless. I've got a bone to pick with you, oh, Ian. Hell. <laughs> yes. Right, right. What's all this about you calling my place Dudley a dump? Hey. Yeah. It is a dump. No, it's not. I live there, and I'll tell you something. If I see that Dutch bloke... I want to beat him up, oh. just to teach you a lesson. No, don't, be, listen, don't beat up, we need as many visitors as we can get from overseas, don't beat up any Dutch people. Well, don't you slag off Dudley, then? Alright, if I don't slag off Dudley, will you promise not to beat him up? Well, I don't, I don't know when he's coming in Who is he anyway? I've I'm, never heard him before. No, I, I, he's, no, nor have I. What just happened? This is the thing. This is the lesson I learnt a long time ago. Never diss a region. And I dissed a region. And, yeah. and it, it came back. And the thing in Dudley, everyone's quite violent there. So they, they once they work out how to use the telephone. I uh, looked into my family history once a while ago when it was uh, interesting to do so. And um, my grandma had always told me that her mum was from the potteries oh, yeah. and i thought oh staffordshire she's made of clay no the potteries is in staffordshire anyway traced it back turns out yeah i'm dudley what do you mean she's from the potteries that's, that's what they I'm... call staffordshire no they don't mm -hmm. the potteries is not an area the potteries is, is an art form it is my sweet the potteries it's, is an area it's an area yeah get out of here if you're from the potteries call him now because you're from dudley and he's just been slagging you off if uh, i i tell you what i bet in the potteries i bet you can have a really smashing time Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see? That's um joke. Um oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Line um let's see if we can do a run down the board, shall we? That's a bold statement. Uh line one, you're on the wireless. Uh, hello, Ian, yeah, it's just a little scenario for you. Yes. Okay, here it is. What yes. would you do? Okay. okay, you go round to your friend, good friend, Kathleen's house. Yes. You ring the front doorbell, no answer. I'd murder so, her. Huh? No, you go round to the back, you look through the patio windows, 
Kathleen is slumped over the table. Kath- who's Kathleen? Kath, the, the lady who who's in, you know, oh, the oh, co-host. Catherine. The... Catherine. Catherine, I'm, uh, apologies, apologies. So Catherine slumped unconscious over uh, the table. Are you a lord? Through the patio drawer. Um, patio drawer. Would you smash the back door, her back door? (laughs) (laughs) I would call... I have actually had to smash back in the day. Oh, one of the worst nights of my life. I got... When I lived in a flat, I got locked. So we had... You walk down the... So in the flat, and you walk down the stairs, and there was a door, and then you're in, like, a hallway, and then there was the door of the other flat, and there was the front door. Mm. And once I got locked in that bit... Oh, no for hours for about four hours and my girlfriend at the time I, th- I think we'd split up so she wasn't coming back there was a gentleman on the other side of the door outside waiting for some money and uh, so he wasn't going anywhere and so I had to phone up my ex-girlfriend and say um can you put and she was used to my insanity and madness at this point I said, can you put the your keys in a cab and send it over and she did but she fair play to her she took a long time to send those keys over so she sent the keys and so that opened the front door uh-huh. but we couldn't open the inner door to the flat because um my keys were in the other side and oh, we couldn't get no. the keys out so we had to go around the back and smash our way through the window have you ever tried to smash a window not no. a double glazed one a no. single glazed it's really hard. I had a crowbar, and I said very loudly, I live here, I've locked myself out, I'm going to be smashing a window, guys, don't call the police. And it took me six goes to smash a window. It's really hard. Gosh. And then I got ripped off by some... Uh, 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 then I phoned up... This is all about 10 o'clock at night. Oh, right? no. And then I phoned up um, an emergency glaziers, and they said, oh, yeah, yeah, we can come and fix it. We might not be able to fix it, but we'll probably be able to fix it. And they turned up, they went, no, we can't fix it. So they put some cellophane they on put it. A bit, they put a bit of wood on it, and they said, right, that'll be 150 quid. And then tomorrow, to put in a new bit of glass, that'll be another 150 quid. Just pay, don't you, at that point? You just pay. I mean, I was uh, I was busy. Yeah. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, um, I'm calling from the Association of Radio Survey Executives. I wonder if you've got time to answer a few questions for me in a quick survey. Yeah, yeah, we've got, we've got a couple of minutes. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, just brief answers, please. Uh, this is uh, The first thing that we're looking to know is what your favourite radio playout system is. Um, Catherine? Uh, what's, what's this one called? I like Burley. Burley's my favourite. I, I used to like Burley, radio, yeah, man. Yeah. But, you know. Burley, Burley. Thank you. Uh, moving on, question two. Uh, your favourite provider of jingles? I'm a fan of jam. What about you? Um, Pat Sharp. Pat Sharp. Okay. Your radio hero? Um, Pat Sharp again, isn't it? Pat Sharp, yeah. 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 Radio hero. He does come up in the survey quite a lot. I think it's the hair. Um, finally, uh, last yeah. question of all. Um, when you're doing your radio show, how long do you think it would be uh, if you were... At the point of the show, half an hour from the end of the show, let's say, yeah. at this point, are you thinking of having a nice relaxing poo? I am, actually. And when we had um, the Dutch gentleman on, um, I it, something something shifted in me. It caused a stir. Something what? Something shifted. 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 Shafted. Gary Schiffman. Shot. Thanks very much for calling. Let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. 
Oh, hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Is, is this the open mic thing? Yes. Open lines. Oh, hello. Uh, yeah, it's Kyle. I just wonder what I missed. Um, Nothing. Y- not a lot. Oh, what, for the entire three hours? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, is it is it worth listening again on some sort of catch-up application? Oh, God, or? no, I wouldn't. I really, I really wouldn't bother. It's 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 go quite bed, tedious. Nice. Yeah, it's go to bed. Nice, uh, Line four, you're on the wireless. A body parts has gotten as much attention, admiration, or is more sought after. Every fitness magazine, every issue has something on the cover about abs, six packs, shredded shortcuts to tighter abdominal, no belly fat. The thing they fail to tell you is that in order to see your abs, you need to actually diet, eat right, and reduce the body fat. Because the fact is, everybody has abs. You've got abs, your dad's got abs, your mom's got abs, your weird uncle Barry, he's got abs. But you need to see them. To do that, reduce body fat. And if you're looking for a solid, free diet, the Alpha M Diet Plan is linked in the description and is awesome. Goodbye. It sounds like Mickey Dolan's. It wasn't, but it was uh, live f- uh, for you on the wireless. Am I live on the air right now? Oh, for crying out loud. This, this really is. Am I live on the air right now? Uh, no, you're not. Line uh, six, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. It's Nelson from the Norfolk. Hey, Nelson. How you doing, man? Every single time Every single time. Why is um why is everyone doing terrible accents tonight? I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. (laughs) I don't know what you mean. It's not everyone doing it, is it? (laughs) Primarily one person. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to line uh, seven. Seven, you're on the wireless. Great night. Sorry? Am I live on the air right now? No, you're not. Um, line eight, you're on the wireless. We're going to do a full sweep, I think. Line eight, you're on the wireless. I can't hear that. That's very quiet. It sounds fun, though. <clears throat> it sounds um, like there's a party going on in someone's pants and... Um... No one was invited. N- no, well, pe- everyone was invited, but no one turned up. <laughs> that was. Um... Didn't they make a TV series of weird science as well? I think they might have, which yeah. is a big mistake. I love that film. Love Good that film, film. Let's go to line uh, two more lines to go, and then we've done the whole the whole thing. Line nine, you're on the wireless. Am I live on the air right now? Right now. Right now. Right now. Yeah, am I live on the air right now? No, you're not. Um. <clears throat> Um, they, of course, made uh, a TV series called The New Monkeys in the 80s when the monkeys were riding a reunion wave. Uh, and The New Monkeys is, is is just an unwatchable car crash of mullets. I mean, it really is. It's it, I, I, You know, and I can sit through anything connected with the monkeys, but that, wowzers. Um, here we go. This is line 10, and then we've done the whole, uh, the whole switchboard. Line 10, you're on the wireless. Good evening. I'm calling about that man who keeps phoning up. Your man there, who keeps phoning up, doing a terrible Irish accent. Yeah, it's uh, it's really is outrageous. Do you do you want to speak to him? Is it available? Because I'm I'm terribly offended. Speak. You can speak to him now, sir. Yeah, yeah yes. He's. Yeah, I think this is him calling in. Hello, line six. Hello. Hello. Is Hello. it line two? Am I live on the air right now? Yes or no? I don't think you're really Irish. Yay or nay? It's a simple question. No, you're not a, because when you're live, you're not a. Am I? 
Am I live on the air right now? No, but I didn't try. You're talking to a royal Irish man here. I know I'm royal Irish. I've got a potato in my pocket. What have you got? I'm from Northern Ireland, and I like to say no. N-O-W, no. You hear me right now? I don't now? know what, what the you're listening hell to me you right now. I, I am so offended because by if your I'm live on the air, If I'm live on the air right now, that means my voice has got a lot of power. I've got hell a lot of, hell of a lot of power. Wow, there we go. That's... Um... That, I think, is pretty much, that 30 seconds is a real, um, it's the best example you're going to get of the Troubles. Really is. The best example you're going to get of the Troubles. Thank you for that call. It's powerful, powerful stuff, particularly on uh, this day of days. Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, no, now you're on, you're on the wireless now. Very many things, but I'll vent heat for pumpkin spice. Hi, everybody. It's Wednesdays with me, Amy. I don't usually share personal dating experiences on my YouTube channel. Then don't. Um, so you, it turns out you can't really eat the pumpkins, the big pump, pumpkins yeah. you get for Halloween. Right, okay. Who told you that? I read about it. No, who told you that with her mouth? Yeah, but I ignored no. you. Yeah. Saying it, you ignore me being right. Is what you? Well, no, 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 no. What I did, and what I hope you would encourage your children to be, is not to take the the word of of, of some floozy. Wow. When I am given information, I mm. question it. I question it. I think about you didn't it. Even I question it. You just it. went no. Yeah. Then I, then I went and did some and research. And then you read it written by whom? <laughs> it doesn't matter. A botanist. Um. No, it wasn't a pervert. I. It turns out that the the. No, I listened. To, I listened to it on Radio Four on oh, the food program. Oh, oh, did you? The food with Jay Rayner, the food. Uh, what do they call it? The kitchen scullery or something? The kitchen cupboard. The kitchen cabinet. Right. Okay. Boom. And he said to you that the ones you get at Halloween are just for decorative purposes, and no, they're not grown for juiciness. The, the annoying American said that they were a bit bland and tasteless. You don't want to know what she's tapping to get that noise. Line six, you're on the wireless you about my most recent dating experience no i don't really i really don't want to know about your most recent dating experience let's go to line two on you're on the wireless do you want to know about the troubles do you i'll give you the troubles i'll give you an old woman sitting in a car eating biscuits that's the troubles thanks very much indeed powerful stuff very powerful stuff it makes us just think how lucky we are um and i was really worried as to where that was going to go so was i Line one, you're on the wireless. Wash on the board, Miss Ford. Bruce, he's had a life-saving yeah. operation. He, he can't dance. He may never tap again. Um, the doctor made sure of that. His wife is hoping he can return to public life. She's getting right. <laughs> <laughs> How, he's like 88, isn't he? Yeah, she's that's, having that's to take old. all the jokes herself. That is, um, that is old. Fair play to him. That is old. Um, I used to like him on the, the on the Generation Game the first time around, mm. um, and then it was. Do you remember when Jim Davison did the Generation Game? That was weird, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but he was kind of friendly then, wasn't he? My sister worked on it. Okay, he was mm. kind of kind of friendly on the telly then, wasn't he? Mm, yeah, yeah. My yeah, my sister worked on it. He wasn't he wasn't friendly to the um, to the team, particularly if they had breasts and a vagina. Gosh, um, what if they had one of? <laughs> That's I don't it. know. I don't know. But um, but because before then it always been very camp men. Larry Grayson. Mm. Who else did it? 
Oh, no, oh, them, them Forsyth came back and did it, yeah. didn't they? Did Larry Grayson do that? Wasn't he? Um, Larry Grayson shut that door. Wasn't no, it? that higher and lower. No, Larry. No, the higher and lower was Forsyth. All right. Larry Grayson did uh, the, the Gen game. All right. Before my time, is he? All right. Very young. Um, and it's funny because because it was. You know, all the old women loved him, but if they'd known what he'd gotten up to in his private life... But they were the only acceptable camp people allowed on the television. Yeah, they didn't they? think they, they were gay. Comedy. Just yeah. a bit whoopsie. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. It's me again. No. <laughs> That's very clever, but no. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hi, good morning, Ian. Good morning, line two. Now, um, remember the start of the show when you were talking about having a poet? <coughs> talking about poets? Yes. Well, um, a few years ago, I, I did a show, and uh, we had a poet in that show. Yeah. And he said to me, he said, he said, he said, he said, CJ, um, I'm going to do some poetry today, and it's yeah. going to be really emotional, heartwarming stuff. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's great, brilliant. So he came on the show, and he started effing this and effing oh. that, and started t- telling telling the government to eff themselves, and he started saying f f f drugs f, and f this. F, f, f. And we had a room full of um, families, oh. a, a room full of kids, oh. and and we were all just sat there like, holy... F. F, yeah. And that's why I to share that with you, because that's how the show started. Well, and, 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 and beautifully done, and the timing is perfect, because that, my friend, is exactly how the show is going to end. Um, I, thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. Oh, actually, let's... let's you've got ten seconds, line one. That'll do. Talk Radio. Join the Talk Nation. Dial up and talk radio. We'll get you talking.